Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yo, welcome. Welcome, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live at TazShow.com or listening live on the Radio.com app. Much appreciated, seriously. Maybe you're watching the live video at uh, TazShow.com. And uh, maybe you're listening to the audio on demand, the podcast version of the show at Play It, Tune In, Tune In, I said that twice, Spotify, or iTunes. No matter what you're doing, you're supporting the show if you're hearing me or watching me right now, live or on the videotape. I appreciate that immensely, seriously. The one thing you are not doing right now is getting through to the show via the phone. And uh, that I need to apologize for. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's uh, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's no one here on my team's fault that I can assure you. The, call, the phone lines, basically, um, we have an issue because we can't get in the room. This might be a first in the history of radio. That they, meaning the call screener and his team, Cowboy, cannot get in the room to screen calls and take calls for the show. Therefore, I'm not saying there'll be no phones today because once we find out where the effing key is for the effing room, then you'll be able to call the show and talk about SmackDown because I'll be talking about that shortly and uh, other stuff. Maybe we want to give you off the hooks, whatever it is. Normally, I would say, hey, it's a very simple process. You can call the show. Attention hotline fans. Oh, you can't. Not happening. What do you mean no? Sorry. I can tell you the number anyway because I'm supposed to tell you the number. You know what? F it. I'm not telling you the number. How about that? I'm rebelling today. Renegade Jones. That's me. I will welcome into the show the Lumberjack, the man with the hottest selling t-shirt last week, but then my shirt came up, my new shirt, so his shirt's not selling hot anymore. Timber! Father Lumberjack. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Peace be with you. (laughs) And also with you. (laughs) Uh, what's going on with the phones, dude? Like, uh, it's not really the phones. It's can we get? Can we get? Do you have an axe? Do you have something you give a I mean, you knock the door down? What obviously, do? I do have an axe. Yes. Do we? What's the liability issue with that? Like, if we break the window, are we gonna have to pay for that? Yeah. But how about this part? Well, the window's on the other side. That's the problem. But but how about this? But how about this part? How about when everybody's looking for the key and we can't find the key to get in the room? You heard me say, I'm wiggling the door handle, and what did I yell out? I could, I could break this. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I could get in that room. I, I'm telling you, I can. I mean, I'm. I mean, my my blow up my shoulder, break my neck, and crack my spine because I'm brittle. See what I was. But worried I'll get about, that door open. I instantly thought of you and Bam Bam, and it was like, all right, you're not going to go through the door. <laughs> and it's like I'm the biggest one on set here. I really don't want to be the one on the receiving end to go through the door. So I was like, yeah, let's let's look uh, for a different avenue. Well, obviously, I'm having fun with this, but it absolutely. 
<laughs> it's annoying. F and sucks. Yeah, it, it's it's. Listen, man. Look. Oh God, I gotta I gotta relax. I gotta calm down. Listen, the audience of this show, a lot of people are longtime listeners or viewers of this Taz show, you guys, and I love you guys. You've heard me, and I'm always honest with you guys about if there's ever anything negative here from a, a production standpoint, we, I used to deal with a lot worse because they converted everything into a studio, and there's a lot of very expensive equipment in here. And eventually, we'll be out of this, this, this gimmick clubhouse and be in a different gimmick clubhouse. Eventually, I'm hearing it's not too far along, probably maybe during the summer. I don't know. Possibly. Um, who knows? I know that I've been honest with you guys and tell you all times that there's a problem. And I, I am proud and I brag about the fact that this show is ultra interactive, and it is, on social media, uh, you know, Twitter and, and Facebook Live and, and the gimmick chat at Tashow.com, which you can do that. And obviously the phone lines, and we have a lot of phone lines, and, and we had problems back in the day where we had one phone line. We had problems where we had no call screener. We had problems where the phone line then wasn't working for a week and a half. We, and then, then we had like six or seven lines. Like it's, and you guys have been patient with me, and I want to thank you for that. And believe me, I'm trying my best to be professional. And people might think, my bosses might think, well, why you got to say that there's no key to get in the room? Well, because it's the truth. Okay, why is no one on our team here, out of all of us, don't have a key to the effing room? This would have been a great E5BZZK, I'm telling you right now. I feel like that's going to change after today. I feel like we're going to have a key. I've been doing the show almost two years. Why in the F do I have a shitting key now? Why? Don't defend them, Dennis, because if you do, I'm going to get all over you. No, I'm not defending. I, I don't care if you're a man in the cloth. I'll get all over you. That's... Yeah. I want to talk about SmackDown. It's probably smart. I think I need to talk about SmackDown because I'm, I'm getting hotter and hotter here. <sighs> pins and needles. Needles and pins. It's a happy man that grins. You know that expression? I've never heard that, but I like it. It's from the Honeymooners. You know the legendary show, The Honeymooners? To the moon, Alice. Right. Well, that's the cliche honeymoon one. Real honeymooner fans don't say that. I'm not a real honeymooner well, fan. Well, obviously, just to find I, out I, the can show. Tell. Yes. I, I, I can tell. I can tell. You're using cliche lines for the show. It's actually funnier lines. A plethora. I, I trust you. Yeah. Well, there was something where Jackie Gleason would get very angry as the character Ralph Cramden. And at times he would say, in one of the episodes, pins and needles, needles and pins. It's a happy man that grins. What am I mad about? So like that, that little, what's it like a jingle, or that little uh, tidbit, that little uh, limerick, whatever the half it is, it would kind of like get him to forget what he was mad about. It never works, though. I do it all the time. Pins and needles, needles and pins. It's a happy man that grins. Ugh. And then it's I'm in like, delivery. You, you're saying it like through like your angry. teeth. Needles and pens are oh, happy God, men. God. Don't do that because that makes you even mad. I want to go through that door. I want to. I want us to videotape it, and I want to just destroy the door. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. I'm thinking. I, I know, and I know you're like. People are listening. They're like, "Oh, is he really?" No, he's very close to actually doing this. I, I really am. I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, I, we'll just grab the cameras in here, drag them over there, and just, just. I'm just tired of the issues. We used to have tons of production problems. Dude, you have no idea. Before you were on the show, Dennis, this is like beautiful now. Seriously, like there were tons of issues when Seth was the producer. 
They fixed all of them. Then when Tom was the producer, there was more issues. They fixed them. We had a mic issue that was horrible. Put my mic on! And then finally, it's... But I stay calm. I'm not like other hosts that work for CBS. I don't lose my cool. No, around the office, people call you the cucumber. Yeah. So, I thought AJ Styles cut a good promo <laughs> to start off uh, Monday Night Raw. I, I mean, I... I, I I liked his good, it was a good heel promo for WrestleMania with Shane, and he was happy because he's got his WrestleMania match and all that, and the thread throughout the show was, hey, he's going to wait in the parking lot, he's waiting for Shane, and they really built this up the good a, a cool way. Um, honestly, I wasn't crazy about the payoff, meaning that Shane kind of looped around and got in the building without, it was like kind of, we saw Daniel Bryan on the phone, obviously it was... Shane McMahon, we didn't hear Shane. This is during the show. And he said, Oh, wow, you're going to do that or whatever. Like something like, like Shane had this master plan. It was just like, he's just going to play his music and go in the ring. I thought that was a little weird. I thought they could have done something a little better than that, but that's just being, me being nitpicky. Um, because they did, like I said, if you're going to build that up all the whole show, that AJ's in the park a lot. And we saw what AJ did in the park a lot last week. Okay, when he attacked Shane and beat him up, I thought maybe, you know, Shane was going to show up in a limo or show up when Rhino. And Sladish got out of limo. I thought that was a nice little uh, redheading, a rouge, as they would call it. I thought that would have been, I thought Shane was going to attack um, AJ from behind while he was saying hello to AJ. I'm sorry, let me back up. I thought that Shane would attack AJ from behind while the limo pulled up and Rhino got out the limo. Hey, uh, AJ, what's up? And then Rhino just kind of moves out of the way. And next thing you know, because he, he sees Shane Rhino, AJ doesn't. Not that Rhino and, and Heath are involved. Ba-boom, and now you get Shane getting some shine and attacking, you know, AJ. That's what I thought they were going to do once I saw the limo and it was not Shane. No, they didn't do that. Uh-uh, no. No. Uh, no, they went a whole different route. They went um, They went where Shane was going to end up finding another way into the building, I guess, and, and, and cut a good promo. He did, but don't matter. I said a while back, and I'll say it again. I said a while back, ah. If they're going to go Shane, AJ, I mean, you know, who, who's interested in this? They're not doing nothing to build up to it. They're doing nothing. They're doing nothing. Well, like I said, I think it was last week after SmackDown. They've done a good job, WWE. you got, you got to tip your cap. They've done a good job in a short time uh, and given a good amount of real estate to AJ, Shane, and they're making it something that I personally want to see now. Um, and and uh, even that gigantic elbow we saw Shane do yesterday was that's obviously going to lead right to the uh, right to an opportunity, I think, next week for the go-home. I think you're going to go with Heat where AJ does something dastardly to, to Shane and hurts Shane somehow and have Shane go into Mania maybe slightly with an injury or something, um, possibly. You don't agree with that? No, I do. I, I forgot to mention during AJ's promo, did you notice what he did? He hacked you. He hacked you. He said uh, that he doesn't apologize for nothing, right? Is that how he said it? I, he didn't say it verbatim, but the crux of it was he's sorry, not sorry. Can we get the audio? I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Because we know the show is all about you. I mean, yeah. So he, he hacked. Uh, I saw some people, um, uh, you know, uh, basically tweeting about that. He said, I apologize for nothing, right? This audio, let's be honest, you probably have it as your ringtone by now. Seriously. Will you stop? You people probably do. People still use ringtones? <laughs> nice. Well played. Well played. Very good. Very good. You're fired. 
I'll, that was fun. I'll be in the call room. You'll be, I'll be trying to get in the call room <laughs> until security comes get me. I can't get in the fucking room. The guy, I'm sitting there jiggling. The guy's like, what's the matter? I was like, I'm fired. I'm, I got to wait my time. I got to wait my time. I got to try and open the door. That's my penance. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, update on the call screening room? I Hold on, folks. We're trying to work. This is behind the scenes, inside baseball talk. Are we working on this? We are. I'm... I saw someone walk by. That's a good sign. Could be some lady going to the bathroom. That's all another story. Ma'am, do you have the key? We got nothing. Nothing, nothing yet. That's awesome. Back to SmackDown. So, oh, by the way, side note. You know, I think someone thought that the audio got skipped back yesterday on the podcast version. (laughs) Because somehow the sound effects store played like kind of like a a back rewind sound. Uh, I don't know how it happened. It just came up somewhere out of nowhere. (laughs) And I did a great edit on myself live. Did you not? And you knew it right away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did an awesome edit where I just picked up like a topic that I already talked about in the show. That's my way now what I do to any producer, because you're only here for a short time. To any, <laughs> any producer that's on the show, that's how I'm getting even with you guys. This is my own little game, my own little war now. What, how is that getting back at us? I don't know. I just feel like it's okay. great. You're like how? Because then people then will tweet you and say, "Oh, what'd you do with the audio? It skipped backwards." You get me? And then and then I just say sound effects store. That's true. <laughs> you're getting the you're getting the fans more than you're getting me. All right. You know what it is? Can't get on by but you're smart. I got to. Yeah. Well, I'm learning from the best. Oh yeah. You know what it is, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, I'm in trouble. Uh. You're rewarding those that listen live yes well of course right because you're listening that's a great point see this is why you're the producer of the show because you're a smart man you're a, it's not just your looks yeah, it certainly isn't my looks speaking of looks katie lindendahl before i continue talking about the smackdown i believe she's on some morning show tomorrow and it's not this show right i have a feeling there's gonna be some tash show fans across the street over there i'm not allowed to say the name of the show anymore because i got in trouble oh yeah i got i got called to the principal's office why the hell are you promoting that, you mother effer? Don't you dare do that again. We'll fire you. We're going to lock the call screen in the room. You think Carson Daly says all his shows? That's why he's got a poster. <laughs> all right, that makes sense. You know what? Carson Daly could kiss my ass, too. I'm tired of putting him over. He could kiss my ass. He could kiss my ass in Macy's window. I'm tired of this. Outrage Jones today. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> Back to SmackDown. Sidetrack a little bit happens. The elbow by Shane. Craziness, right? Craziness. Camera work Jones. Excellent camera work here because I think a lot of us are aware that I don't know how much of AJ's body Shane caught with that elbow. Don't lie, Dennis. Did you not notice that? That's been the case with Shane's elbows for a long time. It's I don't know about that. I, I disagree with that. He, he usually catches people. He nails people. What do you mean? Come on. I was I was watching it last night with the roommate. and The roommate. It was, I love that. She, she like, gets mad at me for ripping you, but you call her the roommate, and she, she loves you and sleeps next to you. That's nice. Oh. That's nice. Well, maybe not sleeps next to you. You're on the couch. Let's be honest. I snore. I do <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a, You're drooling in bed. Continue. Continue. <laughs> so, so yeah. She, she was like... <laughs> Is that supposed to hurt him? Because it's just an elbow jar. I was like, yeah, high impact. (laughs) (laughs) You got the 
And now it's a cliche lines. I like it. That's I was good. like, would you want me coming down on you like that? She's like, yeah, <laughs> oh, I guess good point. She's like, oh, please stop. <laughs> no. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. The camera work was key on this. And AJ sell on it. AJ, once the timing was w- wicked hard to figure out if you're AJ, he's laying there and you see this guy fly through. The- I've laid on stuff and seen people fly through the air on top of me. It's not a fun feeling, I can assure you. I can imagine. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You, you know, people think, ah, oh, it's all fixed. Okay, yeah. You don't know what's happening. I never had someone uh, nailing me from something that high, though. Uh, not that high. I shouldn't say that. That's not true. I could. I keep thinking he was hiding in the top turnbuckle. I've had that. Sabu has landed on me. I was going to say. On everything you could imagine. And Van Dam has kicked me from every high point you could imagine. And many people. And Sabu has dove, dove on not just wrestlers, but fans throughout the ECW beltway over the years. He's just a maniac, but but I digress. So I I've been caught by a lot of that stuff, and it's a funky feeling when you're laying there, because uh, you don't you know it, it it does get a little nerve wracking. I ain't gonna lie, you know no matter how many years of experience you got, but regardless, I think what AJ did that was really really impressive. Uh, you know the way he threw his legs up real quick as he was take about to potentially take the impact, and his legs going up kind of helped a little bit, a little camouflage of the elbow, and and it's no knock on Shane. That's a very dangerous move. Uh, and I think AJ was really far out on that desk. Um, and Shane has is, is got big balls, man. I got to tell you, you got to give the guy a lot of credit. Uh, he really does. And um, it's tough. And, and the number one thing is the safety of the guy on the table and then your safety if you're the one doing the dive. And, that's, and Shane knows that. He's a pro. No matter if he's a bona fide wrestler or not, he knows. He just knows. He's just been around the business his whole life and every facet paid his dues. I've mentioned in the past, if you're new to the show, I'll tell you again, Shane, you know, was a guy when he was younger. His dad made sure he, he was on the road. He ring crew, ref, everything. He's earned his stripes. He's been on, you know, worked a lot of house shows. He's like, you know, uh, so he knows the code of the boys and, and the respect of the business, trust me. And just for him to go up there and do that elbow drop and put the guy that far out on the table was ballsy. I got to be honest. Now, uh, it's tough, though. You know, you, you know, it's tough um, um, to really go, and now you got to drop that elbow on him. Maybe he just – I think he just put him a little too far out. I think Shane tried to get there. I just think he was a little far out. But the camera work helped a little bit. Doesn't matter. It's in a highly dangerous, risky spot. I'm just pulling back the curtain a little bit for you. Are we good? Hey, Cowboy. No, not good. No! No, not good. I'd like to keep you people informed that I've been trying to find, me and Dennis, I'm going to curse. Thanks for the heads up. I'm going to curse, and it's going to be a bad curse. Yeah, you can make the face. It's going to be a bad curse. What letters are going to start with? An F. I knew it. Yep. And I'm going to curse in three, two, one. We've been trying to find this fucking key. Since six four no since six forty a.m., twenty minutes before we're live, and we can't get someone to tell us how to get in that room. That's a load of hogwash and malarkey. <laughs> what? One of my favorite things is you, you'll you'll give the, you give the proper cue. Hey, I'm gonna curse. You'll drop the curse and then instantly right. That's hogwash. Well, it is. That's some effing hogwash. Yeah, yeah it is. And malarkey. And malarkey. Because I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep a smile on my face, and I'm not doing well at it. No, you are doing well, but we're almost at the boiling point. What? I, I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 
You're doing a great job so far, though. Yeah. I can't wait for the break to come. You I, know why? I can. Because I'm going to go in the uh, men's it's... room, and I'm going to take the toilet bowl out and the urinal and throw them against the wall. I'll rip it out with my bare hands. I got the dead hand and a good hand. I don't care. I'll club it with my dead hand and rip it out with I my good hand. I can't feel it anyway. Don't matter. Jaboof. Jaboof. Don't matter. Don't matter. Test one, two. Cheddar's like, you need a sledgehammer? He's like, no, I got a dead hand. I got my dead hand. Don't matter. I'm good. Prick bastards. And you're using an iPhone from 1963. Show that phone. The Look 1963 iPhone. What is that? The iPhone 2? What is that? <laughs> what is that? iPhone 2? What do you got there, kid? Steve Jobs <laughs> left it to me in his will. It was the uh, it was the prototype. Steve did the job. So, back to SmackDown. I was impressed with the elbow drop. I don't want to sit here and disrespect it, but I, I, I'm just being calling, calling it like I, I saw it. <sighs> That's one of those things, as a commentator, you might say, wow, Shane, he didn't get all of it, but you know what? You don't have to get all of it from that height and that kind of impact um, or say nothing. Because, again, just the camera work was great on it. The few different angles they showed, the sell by AJ, and the insanity of Shane McMahon and, and, and the guts and the athleticism of Shane. So I'm putting over in one end, but also just giving my honest critique. That I don't know if he got it all. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't mean it disrespectfully because I, I, I wouldn't do that elbow, even in my prime. So I, he's doing something I would never do. So. But I'm just, like I said, calling it like I see it. But it doesn't matter. The bottom line is that angle, that storyline uh, between those two guys, AJ and Shane, is, in, is very important now. And it's very cool. And, uh, and they're doing a good job building it up. They're also doing a really good job with a couple of the angles um, on the show. Uh, meaning uh, Nikki, Bella, Nikki and uh, John Cena against Miz and Maurice. I'll get to that in a minute. <sighs> because some of that stuff is pretty, pretty wild. Um, what they're not doing a good a good job with is the IC title uh, storyline. It's with, with Dean Ambrose and uh, was it Baron Corbin, right? They're not doing a good job of that. Even though I did like the the forklift, or as we say in the warehouse business, the high low inside inside warehouse term, terms for you. A novice calls it a forklift, Dennis. Those of us that are licensed to drive one, we call it a high low. That's what, we, that's what it's called. Hilo Jones. You know? So, so uh, did you know that or not? I did, actually. No, you didn't. No, I swear. Blind. On a stack of Bibles. I'm a oh, man of the cloth. I can't. I can't. If you're saying stack of Bibles, then then it's... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. If Dennis, if, if Father Lumberjack said it's on a stack of Bibles, then... Are you even allowed to do that as an all-day minister? Swear on a Bible? Then I'm starting to really doubt this. This all-day minister thing with you. I uh, I will bring in the certificate. I don't know if I have it at my part. I gotta find. I'll find my certificate. That no, no, don't bring it in. Text it, and I'll Instagram it so I get more views and stuff. So it's gonna, I think you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring it on set. That's I'm gonna keep it on person. But yeah, but you you you're, you're an all-day minister. You're swearing on a stack of Bibles. That's how serious I am. You don't apologize for nothing. That's well established. I'm That's not a, sorry. I apologize on. for nothing. Not only do you not apologize for nothing. And you're proud of it, right? Very. You actually make money off of it, off of your T-shirt. So that actually that's leads the me to idea believe of church. That's that means you really are. Yeah, I mean, of course. Exactly. What the hell? Come on. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Well, what? No, that's what I'm saying. I know what I'm doing. I'm business savvy. That's what church men are. I think I need to men come to your professional, sir, because I think I might at 9:01 a.m. Eastern, I might do damage to someone that works on this floor. You I'm ever seen? Right uh, Gran Torino. No, I know a, the car. 
It, the, the, uh, is it about a car movie? Yes. Like Christine? Clint- is like Christine? I've never seen Christine, so sure. <laughs> well, it was a Clint Eastwood movie, but yeah, he uh, he was gonna do something very bad, and the and the the pastor is like this young pastor, and he's like he's like trying to follow him around. I feel like that's what I have to do today, like follow you around and be like, son, son, do not, you do yes, not want to. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, bad, it's bad. It's, it's, it's gonna get bad. So, um, uh, yeah, you're an all day minister. You're praying on stuff. You're you're, you're lying. You're not apologizing. You're you're swearing on Bibles, and you're making money off of it. Uh, so you're the man. All right. So uh, what was I saying? I was talking about the IC title. I don't think that the IC title is getting enough love. I mean, I I, I know it's hard. They got a two-hour show. Um, I would have. I don't know if they did anything on Talking Smack. I know they, they spent a lot of time with Cena on Talking Smack. Tell me, because I didn't see Talking Smack. But um, you can let me know, Dennis, if they did anything with, uh, and we'll let the audience know, with Ambrose and or uh, was he on there? Ambrose was on there. He just came okay, on. Good. He just came That's on and, and basically just rechallenged Corbin. And, All right, well, at least they acknowledged the IC title a little bit. It just needs. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't, I forgot that that guy was the IC champion, Dean Ambrose. That's why I saw the graphic that they were gonna have a match. You know, I um, I did like the angle they did and that how 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, Corbin was distracted. And I did like the fact that the forklift, the high-low, was there with uh, Dean on it. I did like that, and that's how he distracted him because it brings back to the B-roll footage which they did earlier, which is very smart production, showing uh, Corbin stick or stuff, you know, Ambrose underneath the, the, the forklift gimmick Jones, you know. So, and then they come back around later, and he's on a forklift. It seemed like there was a delay, and it's hard because they're live you know, you're in a big arena, so they're not shooting it. Next, you know, just this forklift appears where it's lifted to the highest level, and who's on top of the 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 uh, what do you call it? The, the knives or whatever you call it, the pin. Get my license. I don't even know what it's called. Whatever it's called, I'm out of the realm. Prongs? No, they're not prongs. Stop lying. Prongs. What are you, what are you going to the doctor? You're a proctologist. What are, what are you talking about? Prongs. Later prongs. this month. Later this month. No, whatever they're called. They're like two big giant butter knives. The, the tongue depressors, basically. Oh, there's a word for it, dude. Uh, I like giant butter knives. Yeah. So anyway, so he, he Dean Ambrose, was standing on top of that, which was cool. I just think it was a little bit delaying it because they were trying to get it rolling. Uh, they were trying to, I guess, because maybe they didn't have him placed yet, or I don't know what happened. But but I, I like what they did there with it. I did. I like that, and I think that that's okay if you're going to beat you know, Corbin, right? Because he did lose that match there, I think. Yeah, he got distracted because of Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah, I think that's okay. I do, but but I I wish I remembered or knew or was pushed that this guy is still the IC, IC champion, Randy Orton. That's right. Randy Orton was the one who defeated Baron Corbin. So off of the forklift distraction, and there was an RKO, RKO out of nowhere, which I thought was good. So, um, but I'm going to tell you my favorite part of SmackDown. We're going to go to break here, okay? On the other side of break, I'm going to tell you my favorite part of SmackDown. And we hope that these phone lines will be working by the time we come back. Uh, because I noticed there's a heavy steel chair in front of the men's room that I'm going to grab and destroy the door with that. So if I'm not back on the other side of break to tell you about my favorite part of SmackDown, there's a good chance that uh, the fire department uh, hit me with a hose and an axe and then the cops came and beat me up. So uh, Taz, she'll be right back. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show, back right here. Um, We are, um, oh boy, we are able to take calls, but we do not, we're taking, we're screening the calls during the break. We still have not solved the, explain this, Dennis, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. (laughs) So basically, we've opened the phone lines, and what we're doing is, you can call, we will put you on hold currently, we do not have a call screener, so during the breaks... I run over and I screen the calls as fast as I can in the... Is that because Cowboy's lazy? No, it has nothing to do with no, Cowboy. I know, I know I would, I'm I would... joking. I'm not burying, I'm burying Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's actually trying to find... <laughs> Cowboy's in search of... He's trying to lasso up. You like that? Oh! He's trying... <laughs> I'm pretty quick. He's trying to lasso up uh, some cleaning staff around the building to see if they have a key. That's, how, that's where we... We're very transparent here. We believe that cleaning people locked the door. That door is never locked. Open mm-hmm. 24-7. Like the sound effects. Okay, I have a question because I, I've heard this scuttlebuck, scuttlebutt in the uh, in the what do you call it? The music was actually put me in a better mood, but you killed it. But <laughs> but I've, I've heard the scuttlebutt during the break break meeting. We have uh, we have break meetings also. We have everybody gets together all day meetings. <laughs> yeah, and and I noticed that there was some heat passing being done by some of the people that work for CBS, saying that door's never locked. They put the heat, as we say in the wrestling business, they shifted the heat. To the cleaning crew. Yeah. Right. Instead of being accountable and make sure we have a key. <laughs> That's the facts. They could try and work me and shit around me all they want. What well, I heard a noise. What happened? Uh oh. We're uh, making I progress. Think, I think Cowboy's talking to the right people. Uh yes. Hold on, folks. Well, in the meantime, I'm gonna tell you what I loved about SmackDown. Wow, we might have some good news here. Uh Oh, yeah. How are we doing? I see the phone lines are lighting up like a sun, bitch. I hear a lot of talk. Why would I? Of course, I hear the talk because the door's wide open. Why well, I want to make sure things get okay, done. You could leave, Dennis. I'm sure I can handle the show without you, pal. Believe me. I, I used to, you know, I've done everything by myself in my whole career. <laughs> so uh, the thing that I love, uh, loved, loved, loved about SmackDown last night was the stuff with Maurice and Miz Thank you. Uh, making fun of the um, uh, uh, Cena, you know, the whole Bella thing, Bella, uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena. Absolutely loved it. It was um, the the writing of it was awesome. The production of it was awesome. Miz and Maurice, yo, they they are so talented. We saw another side of Maurice. She really, I mean, she's always really good on air. But in her uh, mocking and making fun of and acting like Nikki Bella was hysterical to me. I love these things. I thought it was great, and. The John Cena impersonation by uh, <laughs> by Miz to me is hilarious. It's just funny. He's walking around all bowed up. It's great. He's got to get the hat. And <laughs> I don't know. I love that kind of humor, though. I do. I love it. And the way it was shot, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. It was hysterical. It stole the show. The, all those bits, I wanted more of them. I, I loved it. What was it called? Something like Bella bullshit? It, like was, the, <laughs> it was Tota Bella BS. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I really did. It was... Uh, Hysterical, and you know, I I, I got to tell you. Also, what was very cool is that it kind of, um, if you think about it, it kind of uh, it, it gives it a it's a different way to really build up heat going into a match. <clears throat> they let they let John Cena and Nikki, 
shine and show their cohesiveness in a way as a team. And unfortunately, the sacrificial lambs were, you know, Fandango and um, Blank Jones. Uh, he was. It's normally Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Was, I love Tyler Breeze. He yeah, was I mean, Breezy just, Bella yesterday. Breezy Bella. Right. I, that's the name I wanted to say. But Ty, I've always been a fan of Tyler Breeze. I think I feel like he's being a little misused. Uh, on the main roster because I thought he was awesome the way they used him, the way Triple H used him in, in NXT. But I digress. He's making uh, the best of what he... Sometimes you got to make chicken salad of chicken shit. I do that every year on the Shaz Show. Yeah. I am always. So, um, uh, you know. But I got to tell you, they gave Cena and Nikki Bella an opportunity to get their shine and do their stuff and un- unfortunately use those guys as a sacrificial lamb. But <clears throat> the heat was done through uh, Miz and Maurice doing the stuff at John Cena's house and stuff. It was, to me, it was great. It was great TV. It was very funny. I, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I really did. I thought it was awesome. Um, so I don't know if you guys liked it or not. But let me go see on the phones here what's going on. I think we have, hold on a second. Is this Nick in Salem on the Taz Show? Your eminence, good morning. Good moment. Good moment, Nick. Oh man, long time no talk, you know. Uh, well, I try. I, I heard my name. I heard my name last week. I tried to get through, but I couldn't get through with with the contest and everything. So. Yes. Yeah. Were you were you trying to win one of the gifts that Katie was giving away? Yes, I was. Interesting. Well, I believe Katie's coming back on Friday. Uh, you could just try and call back then, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, that's fine. But I I wanted your opinion about something. But wait, can you yeah. hold on? To, because I got, I got. there's a lot of people calling, and I don't want to be rude, because you, can you hang on? You got a few minutes, Nick? Um, uh... Uh-oh, wait. You think yeah, of, you want yeah, to think sure. of... No, no. You can think about it. I mean, do, do no, you need... No, no, I'm driving, so I, I can... How I can, long... I can well, sir, how long is your commute? Oh, about an hour. Oh, so you have nothing but time. This is a toll-free number yeah, you're calling. Exactly. Yeah, you're talking to no one else. That's obvious. I mean, so... Do you, and you can hear the show while you're on hold. Do you mind hanging on a yeah, second? Exactly. No problem. Are you sure? No, I, you've done this to me before, sir, where I've asked you kindly to hang on, and then you disappear. Some, well, sometimes that happens if I go through a bad area, you know. Oh, but come on. I will, if I get, get disconnected, I will call you right back, your eminence. Oh, I'm sure you'll get right through. Uh, you don't mind hanging on? No. All right, hold on. No one cares. All right, so uh, Nick and Salem, a uh, long-time call of Tasha. We haven't heard from him in a while. And... Um, he seemed like he wanted to call. He want, he called, actually, last week. You know it's the agenda of some of these people. They just call to win something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the guy hasn't called in a long time. And he calls when, when Katie's on so he can talk to a girl, number one. Okay, and then he could also win a gift. Freebie Jones. That's what I'm dealing with here. They want it all. They want it all for free. And call yeah. screener is in the room. That's the rumor. Call screener is in the room. Awesome. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. It only took. Uh, let me not be negative. A long time. An hour. Anyway, um, did you like the uh, the deal with uh, Maurice and Miz? Oh, I loved it. Uh, as you said, Miz playing Cena was perfect. It was exactly everything he's talked about. Like. John's the stiff, like, and then he's reading the cue cards. I love you, Nikki. <laughs> I can see you, dude. It's hilarious. It was great. I'm sorry. It was and great. then, and then with Maurice, her at first she didn't have her French Canadian accent. And yeah, I, and yeah. At first it was like you knew it was Maurice, but it was like she had her not being blonde. It was like wow. She, I guess she did something with her clothing too. She she uh, <laughs> she looked like she trained chess that day. Uh, 
digress. Um, Enhancements. So, uh, yeah, so it was actually uh, very funny. It really was. Uh, let's go to uh, Greg in uh, Brooklyn. You're on a Taz show. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How are you doing today? Good moment. Good moment, my friend. And uh, to Lumberjack, chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. There it is. What's so, up, buddy? Uh, uh, not much. I'm, uh, I just wanted to give a call today, and actually I wanted to thank you for something. Okay. Well, uh, I've had a rough uh, little time the last couple of weeks. Uh, unfortunately, you know, me and my wife, uh, we were split, we were splitting up. Oh. One week, terrible, you know. But I'm sorry. Know. I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, one week later, I, I lose my job. Oh, jeez. Oh my God. So, back to back to back. So it's been a pretty much a uh, you know a, a, a tough time. But yeah. uh, you know, the only thing that's been getting me through these last couple of weeks in the morning is from the smile my face listening to the show. Well, Greg, listen, man. First of all, I want to say I'm, I apologize to hear you've had some bad, you know, bad luck, obviously, all back to back, and you know that sucks. And listen, man, you know, a lot of times uh, when that happens, you know, that means there's good things on the horizon. You know what I mean? So sometimes things have to go rock bottom uh, before they they before they start this, you know, the, you know, rising up. You know what I mean? So try to keep your chin up and try to be positive the, the best you can, dude. That's all I, I can tell you. I mean, I've you know. I've, we've all had rough times. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not trying to diminish what's going on with you and that that, you know, uh, separating from your wife and then losing your job back to back. That's uh, that's got to be very very difficult. Yeah, but you know what? I got to say thank you because literally every day when I wait when I wake up and I listen to the show, with a smile on my face and just gets me puts me in a much better mood. So I look up the new stuff. So I just want to say thank you because you know it is important to say. Thank you, and say you're sorry when you are sorry. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this, uh, Greg. Uh, I don't know if the other guy in the room realizes where you're going with this, but I think I do. I agree with half of what you're saying, Greg. You should say thank you. <laughs> no problem, guys. I just wanted to say that and everything. Listen, have a great show. Sorry about the phones this morning, just, but hey, it is what it is. What are you going to do, well, right? You live in Brooklyn. Do you happen to have the key to this? Uh, this yeah, are you responsible you for respond- this, Greg? Is this your fault? What's I, going on? I was, I'm not responsible. I was, I was the one on Twitter who was trying to give you guys ideas of how you could reroute the Oh, phone. Greg. Yeah, Greg sent me, a, he sent me direct messages. He, he was sending me direct messages like, hey. I mean, I'm not, I'm not working anywhere. I might as well try. Who is trying to help out the show, right? No, I appreciate. It. I just I said I messaged you back thanking you. Oh, uh, see, he thanked you. See that, Greg? Well, listen, Greg. You listen, man. Keep your chin up. Stay positive, and uh, keep us posted. All right. Definitely, man. You too. Keep up the good work, guys. You guys all right. Great. Hang in there, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. See you, bro. Bye, bye. Greg in Brooklyn. That's uh, you know tough right there, but uh, he's got a great attitude, and he'll power through it. The stuff he's dealing with, you know, it, that, that's you can tell he's got a he's got a positive attitude, and that's all you can do when times get rough is try your best to be positive, keep plugging away, do your stuff. That's that's what you have to do, you know. It's tough, it's tough, you know, it really is. It's tough. Some some things are tough in life. A uh, speakerphone Jones uh, in Houston. You're on the Taz show. Good moment, Lorenzo Lamas Jones. <laughs> Good moment. And How are you? <laughs> <laughs> limp, limp to uh, quick draw over there. Wow, look at that one. That's a good I, one. Uh, Quick draw. I, I like did that, that to myself. <laughs> I got my Taz uh, Show WrestleMania themed off the hook for you. Do it. All right. First is a Hey, Do You Know Taz, by the way, three-way, with special guest announcers, right. Jim Ross yep. and Mike Tanay nice. and Mike Adamley at the ring bell. Oh. It is between Josh Matthews Joey Styles and Michael Cole. Okay. I and like the winner gets to barnacle 
off of Taz when he takes over for Mike Francesca on the WFAN. Ah, hey, you know Taz, by the way. It is. <laughs> so I'm taking over from I like it. I think you should be my uh, my agent uh, right there, uh, speakerphone, Joe. I don't know if they're going to put me in that role uh, you know, when, when the great uh, Francesca leaves. Um, you know, the thing is, like, it would be cool to be in that role. You know, it would be cool. But I think they want someone that talks, like, tons of sports, like, nonstop, you know. So, I don't know if they – I mean, oh, well, they, that's, all, that's all you do, Taz, right? Wrestling and sports. You don't have any other that's true. talents or any other no, I have no ability other to no, have no. insight anywhere else. I have no other insight. Wrong. I'm a complete nimrod. I have no <laughs> – I got one more off the hook for you, Taz. Go for it. It is, it is a – she's counting me down, last man standing match. Okay. Between Roman Reigns and Mick Foley. Okay. She's counting me down. I like it. It sounds good, Speaker Foley Jones. And thank you for calling. Thanks for your off the hooks, buddy. There you go. I can interact with the audience. This is the Taz show. Your blood pressure, I, I see that it's dropped. I don't oh, even need to be a, a cardiologist. So, so nice. It's just it's just because the show needs to run the right way. You know, I'm here. I work all the time. I work every day. I work Monday through Sunday. I work eight days a week. I'm like the Beatles. Okay, I'm here. I'm constantly working. It never ends. You know that, Dennis. I work on the way. Dude, am I not on the phone? Am I not constantly working for, for no, the show? you are always... Tasho mode. No days off. Therefore, I, you know, I expect the team that I work for with to get their shit straight. See? Because mine is straight. You know what I mean? Mine is straight. For once it wasn't on us. You mean the internal team? Yes. Oh no, you 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 and Anthony, you guys will do something to F up. Anthony, when you get a chance, jump on here. I want to talk to Anthony for a second, but I want to pause the SmackDown talk for a second. And you there? <laughs> All right, so listen, pal. How good did it feel to know that the gun was pointed towards someone else with this whole door thing? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was nice. It was relaxing. We could all curse someone off, like in our minds. So uh, it was nice. During a break, the, the break meeting, guys like, oh, those assholes. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> you guys are ripping all of them. It was great. Yeah, so it's nice not to be like you know in the middle of the fire. Dennis is never in the fire. So oh, never. He's, he's lucky. You know, he's never really. In the fire, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, it's weird to be on the other on the other side of it, where it's like, ah, oh, you know, Taz, you know, Tess never gets mad at me. He's like, I wonder what it's like to be there. So I, 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 I feel I really bad for the Seths, the Anthony's of the world. Yeah, and you know, uh, Ant, do you think I'll get any apology today from any of these people on this uh, about this door? I don't know, but you definitely should. And you should get like a cake or something, like a sorry cake. <laughs> How about like maybe six cupcakes? That's uh, cool. That's but, uh, Katie's gimmick, though, the cupcakes. I was on a diet, but I tried to jimmy the door open with my gym card, so I guess I can't go to the gym anymore. My gym card. Look at this guy. Yeah, uh, that's the only time it gets used. F- <laughs> yeah, yeah. F- Fizz Ed Jones. Yeah, like gym card. Dude, they don't, gym cards are on a key gimmick now. They're those little cards. How that's you gonna, why it didn't work. Yeah, it's a little skinny thing for the you know, gym card. What, what do you have, like an index card, a driver's license? What do you have? <laughs> No, I, I I don't really keep anything on my keys because I don't bring my keys everywhere with me. Yeah, you it's don't. A, it's a, one of my problems. I hear you. You're not, it's one of your problems. You, you not only don't bring your gym key anywhere, you don't really go to the gym much either. On that note, uh, get back to work. Get back to work before I give you a beating. So anyway, that's Anthony right there, the video producer of the show. Video Brian, God rest his soul, he's gone. He's flying his drone around. I think, I think I just saw him go by right here on 16. Maybe he locked the door. He might have floated over. And he had the drone do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Uh, all right, so back to uh, SmackDown talk. You know, I got to talk wrestling. If I don't talk wrestling, the audience is like, I want to hear wrestling. You're supposed to be an expert on wrestling. I don't give a shit about anything else you feel or think, pal. 
Tell me about wrestling. I don't want to know nothing else from you. That's unfair to say. A lot of people love all the other stuff that I do here. No, it's really. Don't, it's true. Don't, yes, don't. Most, most enjoy everything. Some enjoy just the wrestling. Speaking of wrestling and enjoying, I'll tell you what I enjoyed. I enjoyed my boys, the Uso, getting the tag team titles last night. Yes, double dinger. I did. I enjoyed that. I was very happy with that. Um, I don't want to say I kind of. Oh, you look. Once in a while, I'm, I won't apologize, but I will have no problem admitting, Taz, you were right. I was right. I may be more than one thing on that show yesterday, too, sir. Go ahead. I'll let you gloat. No, I'm not going to gloat. I'll let you put me over. How about that? I just said you were right. You called the Usos. And? And they won tag titles. And? And I'm, and I'm blanking on the other thing you were right on. Take your time. We got all day. Sit right here. Uh, yeah, take else? your time. What else was it? Give me, give me a little hint and I'll... Oh, my God, dude. Do you smoke the ganja? Like, what do you no, do? I mean, no, no. Like, what, what do you do? I couldn't... I, that wouldn't help me. I mean, when, when I played football, you played football, you're a little younger than me. I mean, were you using like an eggshell for a helmet, dude? I mean, what kind of helmet were you using? A Rydell? A bike? What were you using? I didn't use one. I think that was the part of the problem. Dude, I mean, really? And, and then your, your roommate head. gets mad at me when I rip you. Well, you earned the ripping. Yeah, no, I know that. Now, I've taken time for you. Now, tell me the other thing. You don't I know. forgot the other <laughs> Oh, my God. What? Maybe one of the calls could tell us what I was right about, and uh, maybe he could remind you what Taz was right about in that show yesterday besides the tag team titles. Andrew in New Mexico, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Um, so I can't remember everything, but I know you were right about the Usos. Yes. Last week you said um, you felt that they should uh, yes, sir. put the belts on them heading the media, and you were right. I'm not sure what it was, but uh, I know – I know you're right because you're always right. Yes, well, that's true. And someone broke ass in this room, Andrew, and I'm spraying because someone fought it, and there's two of us in this room, and it wasn't me. Uh, seriously, <laughs> somebody fought it. And, Dennis, you fought in this room again. Dude, I'm kicking your ass. I'm letting you know that right now. I will. I will kick your ass. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to kick your ass. Sorry, Look, Andrew. I don't appreciate throwing me under the bus like that. Rover could have been Rover. That's true. It could be Rover. He's under the desk. He could have had – he has the runs. I thought, he's in the, I thought he's in the control room with that and me. But Anthony, yeah, he, he belongs in the control. Actually, I think Rover might be doing the control room. And Anthony's just sitting there eating a back. How can I help you, Andrew? Um, I'd like to give my off the hooks and then I have a question. Yes, sir. Go. Um, for you. Go. Okay, my first off the hook would be um, Paul and and Byron Kendrick versus the Bucks of Youth. Wait, what was the uh, who against uh, who against the Bucks of Youth? Who? Um, Paul and and Brian Kendrick. Oh wow, yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. Okay, all right. And what else you got? Then I got a, I got a, off the hook you guys will, will like, Seth Rollins versus the rated R superstar <laughs> Edge in an Iron Man match. And that, I feel like, yeah. I feel like, I know um, you said it's a lot, having like a 60 minute Iron match, Iron Man match is like really difficult to do to engage the crowd. But I think if anyone could do it, it could be the two of them. I think you might be right about that. I definitely think you might be right, right about that. And what's your question, sir? My question is about, um, Rowan Reigns, like, so I was watching Monday Night Raw, and you say it, you say it all the time, and it's like, boom, people act like Roman Reigns like is like a guy who cannot work at all. Like Roman Reigns is, in my mind, it's like he's a really good. I think he's a really good worker. I, I agree. I think yeah, I think he's a very good worker. Also, I and, totally agree. Yeah, and his like he may not be booked the best all the time of how they book him of just like beating people all the time but right. i really think like even though i'm considered like a hardcore fan i really think that like the internet this age of internet kind of 
kills it for guys like that. Because look at back like in the 80s. If the internet was around, do you think like... Um, Hulk Hogan. Be giving Hulk, yeah, Hulk Hogan. They would be giving him like the same kind of... Oh, they, oh, oh people tweeting all the time that, oh, Hulk Hogan doesn't deserve to be pushing. In my mind, I love Hulk Hogan, but I think like... Woman wins is like a more like agile, better worker. Yeah. People and like to people like know what it is too, Andrew. People like to try to uh, they they want to feel not feel bad. It's a deep conversation here. I'll try and get here right now, Andrew. Thank you for calling from New Mexico. The thing is, like Andrew's right. Okay, he, he's actually absolutely right uh, in regards to, and it sucks to stereotype the whole internet hardcore fan base, but a lot of it is the problem with a guy like Roman Reigns, because they don't want to see him get pushed down their throat. We saw that with The Rock way back when. Okay, I mentioned it a little bit with Nia Jax. If they, they need to push her the right way to keep her a badass and don't force her down people's throat, there's a fine line there. It happened with me, but this was before the whole social media thing. I can only speak of it because it happened to me. I was getting pushed to the moon, okay, and I wasn't losing matches for like forever in ECW I'm talking about. And what, what was I supposed to do? I've talked about this a long time ago. What am I supposed to do? Say, no, Paul, don't keep pushing me. No. And what do you think, Roman Reigns? Do you think he should say that to, to Vince or to the writers or Stephanie or something or Hunter? I don't want to keep winning. I think it's bad. People are turning on me. Or I don't want to keep winning. I think I need. You're not going to do that. Because you know what? There's, there's, wrestlers do one thing all the time. No matter what type of wrestler you are, you're always going to end up at some point doing the job or a job or jobs losing so when you get an opportunity to win keep winning shut your mouth ride the train keep winning that's all and that's what that kid's doing and he should okay it's not his fault that they want to keep pushing him because any of you out there listening or watching me right now taped alive okay if you were a wrestler and you were going to have the opportunity to win 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 and get pushed you're not going to complain about it you're not going to say stop it you're not going to bitch about it neither would i i was in that role and i didn't Okay, and I knew that some of the boys were getting annoyed. There was no social media then, and the dirt sheets were around and stuff like that, but there wasn't no, you know, and the internet was kind of just starting out, I guess, back then. And, you know, and to Andrew's point with, with Hulk Hogan, there was none of that, nothing. And uh, could you imagine now, people, would Hulk Hogan even still be the same star he became if the internet was around because of, of the, the hate people give when a guy gets pushed too hard too long? People want to... I got to go to break here in a second, right? People love to, uh, hmm, I don't the cult is not the right word, but to feel bad or to have empathy or to, to, to circle behind and embrace the guy or girl that should be getting pushed and isn't, okay? And, and, and I, I think that's cool, and, and, and I lived that role when I left ECW and went to WWE, where I came in with a big bang and then they rapidly stopped pushing me. And meanwhile, my merchandise was number two for weeks upon weeks behind a guy named The Rock. <laughs> so, and that's the truth. And they never told you guys that, but that's a shoot. You know, and sure, did I get royalties on that and make money? Absolutely I did. But they weren't capitalized on what they could have with me, I felt. But it's all good at the end of the day. I mean, uh, they gave me an opportunity to become a broadcaster and, and, and I'm forever grateful for that you know i mean so they you know they really i i i'm not bitter and i left on my terms i didn't leave the company with heat i still don't have heat with them but point is i mean try and get a guest that's a whole nother story but the, the point is <laughs> the point is though 
people embrace. I'm make, mentioning me because I can relate to it. People embrace you when you're not getting pushed to the moon, when you're not getting that that big push, but you maybe have earned it, or you're good enough, or there's something about you that they like, you know. And and it's because people understand that. Again, I'm going to break. On the other side of the break, I'll explain what I mean a little deeper about what, how, why people embrace the little engine that could, or the guy that they want to see pushed, or the guy that was pushed somewhere else and is not getting pushed no more. I'll give you my perspective on that. Other side of the break, also get to some phone calls, continue talking SmackDown, and I believe there was something else that we got to talk about in the show, but I don't remember what it was. And also, maybe Dennis can remember what the hell it I was. I do. Oh, you do remember? I do remember. You'll tell us on the other side of the break. And you'll re- you remember what I was right about. Yes. Oh, took you forever because someone tweeted you. Taz Show, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here. One hour down, one hour to go. Wednesday edition, Taz Show, talking about SmackDown and uh, some other stuff. Just noticed here, I was looking on uh, Twitter, the Gong Show is trending. I remember that show when I was a kid. It was a very funny show. I saw the word show, and I thought, oh, man, look, we're trending. Uh, no, we're not. For some reason, the show's not trending today. But the Gong Show's trending, and uh, unfortunately... Um, the creator, and I, I believe he was the host too, Chuck Barris, uh, passed away at 87 years old. Chuck Barris, uh, yeah, so um, that's sad. Well, yeah. some prayers with his family, obviously. He also created a dating game, and he hosted uh, the Gong Show. So, um, very talented guy. You know, those are two big time shows. You know, well, lived a long life, very talented man, obviously very successful. So we're going to talk a little SmackDown. And by the way, I don't know, like I said, I said earlier we're not going to be on Facebook Live. I'm not sure if we're going to. I, I, technically, I think we can. We're, we're okay from a technical standpoint. I'm getting a nod from Dennis. He's saying yes. He nodded his head up and down like this. It works on audio. Bobblehead Jones. Bobblehead Jones. Yes. Uh, And before I continue talking about SmackDown, uh, because I want to talk a little bit about the tag team titles, tag team title match, where we have new tag team champs in the Usos. Was there something uh, that you wanted to remember that you remembered that I was correct on, sir, that that it took you forever and people had to tweet you to give you the answer? I I will give. People did tweet, but the first person to tell me was Anthony. So I will give. Well, that's your boy. No, 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 no. Listen, enough with the inside game with you two. I'm, I'm smart to both of you, but continue. No, I'm gonna get it to another day. No, I'm gonna get because I'm tired of the little dog and pony show with you two. I'm the dog. I don't care who's who. You both running around playing grab ass. I'm sick of it. No. Eh. Yeah. Maybe. Eh. Please tell me what I was right about. Uh, people may have noticed yesterday that the announce team was lacking a certain play-by-play announcer. Yes. And you alluded to that last week where you said you wouldn't be surprised after missing last week's show because of the snowstorm that if Mauro Ronaldo wasn't present again this week, yes. 
And again, you were two for two yesterday. You were right on both accounts between the Usos winning the tag title and Morrow missing SmackDown. You sound so disingenuous. You sound like you were told to say that, and you really weren't. That's the sad part. You should be told. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. no. I mean, I'm. It's it's nice when you're right. Yeah. But man, do I revel when you're not. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Aside, Morrow was not there, obviously, and and Tom Phillips said he was sick. So, um, you know, look, I, um, it was not, for me, it was not a personal attack. I just gave my opinion on my show. I have a platform. I have a show. I'm an opinionated person. That's why CBS signed me to a deal um, two years ago. And, um, you know, because I have thoughts, opinions, and I stand by my opinions. And, and I'm fair. Sometimes I critique. Sometimes I put people over. I mean, it, it just, I go by how I see it. That's it. I'm no different no different than any um, political analyst that's on the radio or television. I'm no different than any sports analyst that's on the radio or television that does a sports show or a radio show or a political show. It's just it's my thoughts and opinions. So my observation and my opinion when Morrow missed that, that snowstorm show and, uh, you know, and he not only missed one show, he missed two shows, I know from being in the game that that's a problem. Um, y- you got to get there. And, and, I, and I'm not going to get into that again, but and some people that are fans of Morrow thought, oh, how dare you attack him? How da- I'm not attacking him. And, and, and don't lump me in uh, with anybody else. Josh Matthews tweeted what he tweeted. That's Josh's opinion. And I quoted off of Josh's tweet because I was sitting in a car, as you guys know, with Josh and Michael Cole. And as we drove to Indianapolis from New York, well, Josh was the one behind the wheel, but we were all together. So that's the only thing I did. Josh wasn't lying. He was telling the truth. And, you know, I gave my opinions, but the last thing I want to see is someone lose their job. I don't want that to happen, and I hope Morrow doesn't lose his job. But yesterday now put a whole different light on things for me. He wasn't there, and watching from afar, I'm thinking that's really bad. Now, he probably obviously could have been there. He might have been told to stay home. So I'm not blaming Morrow. They said he was sick. I don't, I don't, I don't. There could be one of two things here. I'm going to be really blunt. There could be one of two things with this. If the company, meaning one of their announcers, in this case Tom Phillips, says that the guy is sick, that either means A, he really is sick, and they're mad that he really is saying he's sick, and they're mad that he's not there. So they, they let everybody know that he's not at work because he's sick. Or B, it's an angle. It's a work. I don't know which one it is. Um, I'm I'm thinking it's probably a situation where, how do we know? Maybe Morrow doesn't want to be there anymore. He's got a lot of things he does. Maybe he don't want to be there no more. You know, he's been the brunt of the joke a lot there. Unfortunately for him, you know, he you know maybe he maybe he doesn't want to be there. And maybe he's maybe he did say WWE. I'm sick. I don't feel good. Whatever. And you know, and they went out and told people that. The flip side, it could be an angle. So because to me, I'm gonna. This is this is this is really the crux of it. If Tom Phillips came on the air with JBL and Otunga, and said, "Hey, welcome to SmackDown, David Otunga over here and JBL over here, and let's get rolling to matches," and there would have been no acknowledgement. Of Morrow, then to me, it's a light bulb shines bright, 
he's gone. That, but right now I have to, for my uh, analysis, I have to put a little qualifier on it because they they did mention his name. They mentioned it once, right? They did. Okay, at the top, and that's how you get it out of the way. We're done. We acknowledge it. We're moving on. As I talk to you guys here and doing the show live, I feel the more and more I'm convincing myself, no matter who, if Mauro wants to leave on his terms or if WWE is getting rid of him, I'm getting a feeling that how do you come back from this? Two weeks before Mania. Now, this is me spitballing, as Dennis would say, spitballing on the air, some creative. Why would you, a company, and I'm just, this is just a rhetorical question, I guess. Why would they, WWE, spend time with an announcer's angle two weeks before WrestleMania that's not going to do anything to draw any money whatsoever? TV time is precious before WrestleMania. It's all about the angles at hand. It's all about filling stadiums. It's all about, not arenas, stadiums. It's all about getting more people to subscribe to the network. That's what it's about. And doing an, an angle with Mauro Ronaldo, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm not saying WWE's doing this. I, I'm not knocking them here. I'm actually just spitballing my own brain here. The more I think about it, the more I'm thinking it's probably not an angle. Why would they do that two weeks before WrestleMania? Why invest any time? TV time is so precious. Every second, not minute, every second matters. Yeah, sure, you'll see Snickers spots and this, that. That's money. That's advertising. They're making money on that. That has nothing to do with WrestleMania. That's how you make money. Okay, you know, whatever advertisers they have on there. That's big money right there. Okay, so so that you can't put in, that has nothing to do with the creative. You know, I mean, you, you can't include that. With the writing and stuff like that. Those writers in that company, they have a tough job. And their job is to write everything geared, directed right at WrestleMania. And people jumping on WWE Network for WrestleMania. And I don't think the announcer angle, you know, has anything to do with it. That's why I'm starting to think it's not an angle. I'm starting to think that they just mentioned him just to not ignore it. And maybe he really did say he's sick. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say that I think he did say he's sick. I literally, in, in a few minutes, convinced myself of this. <laughs> no, because, you know, bro, I, I, you know how it is, right? I mean, you know, we do the show very early. And that's the beauty of, for me, to doing the show very early. Because I, I could form thoughts on the air, and I, I do think people like that. They, they, they think that's interesting. Just from sitting here, it was interesting to watch that happen. And it really Just did. Did unfold. I talk to you during the break about this? No, that was not mentioned at all. You, We try and keep that... Organic. Conversation to a minimum. Yeah, yeah. Comes out on air, and you took one stance, and I was going to disagree to start with, and then now. What are you going to disagree with? What? What? What's the problem? What are you disagreeing with? What's the problem? No, no, not right. today. What's the problem? Is there a problem? You got a problem? No problem. I... Sorry. <laughs> a little <laughs> confrontational. Sorry. I'm a little defensive. I apologize. <laughs> I walk in a room like this, bro. Come on. Put them up. Come on. Put them up your hands. Camera 33. Put them up. Put them up. Come on, you son of a bitch. That's why you got to watch the video. God, Dennis, you were trying to make a point. Uh, well, now I... Uh, I oh, will not... <laughs> why is... Stop falling? Sorry. What? So anyway... Uh, I have problems under the desk. <laughs> Rove is biting my feet. I got Rove oh, yeah, my you toes. Thought it, you thought it was me before. What the hell's glad, going on down there? Glad we saw the light. Ah! Watch, watch that. All right, so go ahead. 
What was your point? I was talking about my. I don't even that? know now. I, <laughs> I, where you ended up was how I felt the whole time. I think that whether he was or wasn't, Morrow said he was sick. You think so? Yeah, I don't necessarily know if I believe it, but oh, I, I don't think we're in a position to say that. Listen, you know, Morrow has been very open. I'm not going to get too deep in this because I don't know much about it. I, I know Morrow's been on my show way back, like one of my, one of my early guests on the Daily Show here, and um, man, it's hard to remember. It's been so many shows and a lot of guests for a show that's not guest driven. I mean, but <laughs> but I've had a lot of guests, and I, and I know. I'm pretty sure I should say Morrow did talk about um, uh, mental issues and bipolar and, and his uh, drive with that and and his uh, you know his passion for that and helping with that and and his own stuff. Uh, so I, look, and I don't that that's, I don't mean any disrespect towards him with that. And and you know if anybody has issues like that, I mean I, I hope they they get they get cured up and fixed up and they could work that out. Um, and all that stuff. Uh, I don't think he's. I think he's talked about this on other shows too. You know what I mean? So I, maybe it's something like that. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm. I'm just giving. I'm just saying what some people are saying out there. You've seen these reports, correct? Yes. Am Am I on point with with some of these reports? Yeah, I would. Yes. Okay. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe, who knows? Maybe he has a flu. Maybe he's not sick and he don't want to be there. Maybe he. Maybe this. I, I don't know how you come back now next week and have him on the show. Yeah, that's the tough. That's a part. little tough, and 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 I'm just gonna tell you guys, if they come back next week on SmackDown, again, because this is not just SmackDown. This is 205 Live, also. This is not just SmackDown. So he's not on not one. Not, I didn't watch 205 Live. I'm assuming they said the same thing at the top that he's sick. So for anybody out there who's on hold, and when you get on the show, on Twitter, if you know what what the announcers said. For 205 Live, please feel free to uh, let us know that. Um, I'd like to know. Hey, Tyler in Louisiana, you're on the Taz Show. Hello, Taz. Hey, what's up, Ty? How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. I got uh, off the hook, and then I have something that may surprise you and the rest of the listeners. I'm ready. All right, off the hook, two popular guys. Uh, never seen them wrestle t- together before. Maybe have an ROH, but uh, AJ Styles and CM Punk. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. All right, and uh, I want to uh, put the lumberjack over. What? Wait, what the? What? Wait. That's a rare thing here, Ty. Music Be- to my yeah, ears. I want to hear yeah, this. Go I ahead. shock you and the rest of the listeners. I mean, we all think the captain's a legend. Let's be honest. He, he was a, he's a legend of the Taz show, but... Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Buy a hat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold on. Hold, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's Tyler. Let's not just throw the word legend around. Tom was good. Tom was good. And no, hold on, hold on. We're not done. We're not done, Ty. Ty was, uh, t- Tom was good. I don't. I don't know if he's legend worthy. I have to be honest. Of the Taz show, I mean, there's only like, I mean, what it is, fifty guys that do so. The Taz show. Come on now. Will you stop? Don't be a wise guy, Tyler. Okay, I'm trying to be nice to you. Uh, all right. So you want to call Tom a legend? That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I feel like the lumberjack is finding his way. And becoming a legend himself, finding his way, dude. He he muscles his way into everything. He knocks down doors. He's he's an egocentric, egomaniacal, a, a pain in the ass. And those are his good traits. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, dude, he's entertaining. He brings a lot to the show. I well, like not, Tom did. That's so. a f- Keep it going. He's, <laughs> you love this guy. <laughs> I find it interesting. Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> I knew uh, it. You know where this is going. The Conspiracy Theory Jones. Oh, I find go. it interesting that you were, you were one of the two or three callers that you called while we were doing Bush League call screening, right? Remember that? Uh, yep, yep. And who was the one who screened your call? Uh, lumberjack. Ah, yes. So we see what's happening. Oh, God! Yeah. Yeah, typical inside baseball bullshit here. So, Tyler, you're not from Louisiana. You live right near Denison, New York, and you're probably boys with him. Well, I can... Yeah. Not- yeah, well, exactly. Good me. comeback. Tyler, we're time to grab lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, you're a fan of Lumberjack. It's nice to hear. He's doing a good job, Lumberjack, Ty. He is. He's doing a good job. Yeah. He is. He is. We love him here. You know that. Uh, yes, are we done here, sir? Are you done putting him over? Yeah. Hey, hey, Taz, I have one more thing, man. Yes. Uh, I'm applying for Big Brother 19. Can you oh, give me some advice? Dude, I hope you make it because that would be You can't call from inside the house. No, but I'll definitely put you over every single day. Oh, man. I know the writer's there, too. That might oh, hurt whoa, you. Whoa. Yeah, I got a little heat with one of them. Yeah, oh, it's a long nice. story. But um, maybe don't mention my name to them. But no, no, I'm kidding. No, I, my advice is do, do in your tr- audition and stuff, have, you know, have an edge. Be, be different. Don't be, you know, you sound like a nice guy. And it, it, How old are you? I'm 25. All right, so you're right in that age that they want. You know, yeah. you're a student. You're out of work. You got a job. What's your story? Uh, graduated two years ago. I'm a fitness instructor. Oh, fitness Jones. So you're in good shape. Yeah. Well, that's much. good because they like they want people walking around basically half naked in that house. So they, you know, the girls are walking around bikini tops. They run around. They're shaking their ass, and then you got uh, guys running around. Peck Jones triceps flying out. So they want that. You know. So that's good. You're in shape. Okay. But you got. I think you got to either have a little edge where you have a little bit of a douchebag attitude. Or be the complete opposite, dude, where you're over-the-top nice, just a nice guy. My point is, pick a side and live that side in that audition, seriously, because I think that's what they want. They don't want someone that's just middle of the road, you know. Average Jones. Average Jones, man. Pick a side. Either be a douchebag like Dennis or be a baby face like Taz. You know what I mean? Well, I'll probably go with the douchebag. All right. There you go. Hey, yeah. Tyler, never apologize. Yes, that's the key. For I'm not sorry. I apologize that's for nothing. Don't. Don't. And wear a Taz Show shirt on the show. That's important. Or a Lumberjack we'll shirt. Do. No, don't, not a Lumberjack <laughs> shirt. My shirt. Tyler, good luck with that. Keep us posted. Okay, stop putting yourself over, sir. It's starting to really get annoying. So, <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I hope he makes it. I'm a big, That'd be awesome. The big deal here on the Taz show, dude. You you weren't on a show, man. Back uh, like during last summer, when Big Brother's on, mm-hmm. like I'm a a fan of Big Brother. I did not know this. Do you watch? Are you, are you I, I'm familiar with the show. I've I've never really like sunk my teeth into it. Big fan for a long time. My wife and I watched every season basically. Like, um, not kidding. Sometimes we watch the feeds, everything. Yeah, no, really. Big fan of it. We've had one of the creators on here, Chris Roach. He's a writer on there, okay. one of the executive producers. He used to write on SmackDown, on WWE. Maybe not SmackDown. I can't remember what show. And he's been on my show. So I got a lot I got a lot of connections here. Okay, so, so you know that. I know a lot of people. But you don't watch Big Brother, huh? Um, I guess I will now. Well, Tom didn't watch it, and he's apparently a legend. Um, so maybe I should keep not watching. No, well, no. If Tyler goes on, I'm going to watch to support Tyler. Oh, of course, because you guys are boys. Why wouldn't you support him? The guy just kissed your ass. Why wouldn't you put him over? Uh, so anyway, that's the deal on that. Hey, uh, JJ in California, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, how you doing, Taz? How you doing? <sighs> not bad, JJ. How can I help you? <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not, <clears throat> not hitting the vape. I got a 
got an inhaler or asthmatic Jones. Okay. All right. Sounds good. You're right, bud. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> All right. Talk to me. Uh, I have a couple of uh, off the hooks I want to share with you. Uh, Dennis is laughing for. Okay. <laughs> That I'm was sorry. that was great, Ray. That was hysterical. Oh my god. Oh okay. Yes. I hope you're all right. My lungs. Yes, I'm great. Yeah, I know. You're making fun oh. of the guy's got an inhaler. No, it was just I mean, perfect like, timing. <laughs> no, but why would you do that? The guy's got an inhaler. And you know, the guy's. Oh, up. he's good now. No, but he's gonna have awesome off the hooks. I can feel it. Is Nick still on hold? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh shit. Um. I forgot about Nick. Uh, Nick. hang on a sec. Wait a minute. Um, I don't know if he's still on hold. Uh, you continue with your call. Go ahead, sir. You sure? I, I, I think Nick's gone. Uh, I forgot about Nick. Damn it. All right, go ahead. Okay, great. I have a 10-man uh, uh, man over-the-top rope uh, battle royal for the podcast uh, championship belt. Uh, I don't like this already. I got a feeling I'm not going to like this. Go quick. Wrap your please. Yes, sir. Uh, I have uh, Stone Cold, uh, Chris Jericho, Jim Ross. Ben Roberts, Lance Storm, X-Pac, Eric Bischoff, Jim Cornette, Love, and Taz. Mm. There's a problem. One of those things is not like One the of other. those things is not a podcast. So that's the problem. But uh, Love? Yeah. No. 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 So that's the deal. Thanks for calling, JJ. Appreciate it. That, that went well. So anyway. Dude, what happened to Nick? Uh, he he did say when when you talked to him originally he that, had an hour drive, bro. How long has he been? But he said he was like sometimes I hit bad cell service. So. Oh, that's a load of bullshit. I don't buy that. Oh, no, really? You know, look, anybody who doesn't you agree with anybody that I don't agree with? That's okay. the thing. That's how you are because you don't like me, and that's okay. No, I, I you're right. I don't like you. I love you. <laughs> All right, I gotta go to break. Uh, other side of break, I'm gonna talk. I said earlier about this tag team title match a little bit more than I did. Um, what else I want to talk about? I talked to AJ, AJ Shane. I talked a little bit about Cena and uh, Fandango gimmick. I did talk about that. But but I do want to talk about a little more about AJ stuff and uh, the tag team titles. Okay? I do want to talk about AJ, him as a heel, and some of how they did the promo segment where Shane cut a really good promo when AJ was coming out. I want to give you more detail on that and talk tag team titles. I think we will be on Facebook Live on the other side of break. That's breaking news. We will be on Facebook Live. Breaking news. We will be on Facebook Live on the other side of break. I'm getting confirmation. We will be. All right, Tash Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so we're on uh, Facebook Live right now. So if you want to check out the show there, go to facebook.com slash the Taz Show. I did not think we were going to be on there. This is the top of the show. I so said, we will not be on Facebook Live. Well, I was wrong. Shocking. It's just my show. That's how it goes here. Got some folks still on hold. I, uh, I'll get to some of the people on Facebook Live. Everybody at the Gimmick Chat. Still haven't given you guys love. We're on, we're on day four already with no love for the Gimmick Chat which is bad by me. It's not going anywhere. Give me chat stains. I do want to continue talking about SmackDown a little bit before I get to the calls, a couple more calls. Uh, I told you guys that, um, that, look, and I tweeted about this was I tweeted about it last night. What a match. Usos and American Alpha. These, these kids had a great, great match. All four of these guys tore it down. Totally loved the match. 
tons of really, 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 really good false finishes. Well, you think the match is over. Really good false finishes, finishes inside this match. The ingredients of this match is perfect. Whoever the agent was on the match, the producer, really did a good job on this, along with the four athletes and the referee in this match. Very, very, very strong match. Um, I think the right thing from a business perspective is to do what WWE did. Put the tag team titles on the heels. Put them on the Usos, and they did it. Okay, and it doesn't hurt American Alpha at all, okay? Uh, which could hurt American Alpha from a minor perspective is something I want to point out from the commentary from Harvard, uh, from David Otunga. Uh, at the top of the match, right before Jason Jordan was about to grapple with one of the Usos, tippy top of the match, he points out something that, you know, you're instructed as a WWE announcer to do, let people know some real-life good news or stuff about someone. Harvard, David Otunga said, Jason has to be in a great mood tonight. He got married this weekend. And I'm sitting there like, WTF? Are you kidding me? This guy's about to defend his tag team titles against these nasty effing Samoans who got this hip-hop, urban, badass new gimmick. And you know that they're going to lose the titles if you're Harvard. I'm sure he knew the finish. Maybe he didn't, but I assume he did. You got to protect this guy, Jason Jordan. You got to make him. That's not. That's not the time to talk about that he just got married this weekend. It's not. It's not the time. It's not the time to say that. So whoever fed that to uh, Otunga, and I don't think anybody did feed it to him. I think he did it on his own. But if someone fed that to him, then I, you're wrong. No matter who that is, that's the wrong time to do that. Really is. Do you get my mindset there on that, Dennis? I understand that, yes. That makes sense. What? Well, because, like, you're about to go into battle. This guy is, uh, you know, did not, did the Usos not beat American Alpha last week in a non-title match? I think they did. I, I don't remember. I don't know if they beat him or, but they jumped at something. Something happened where. they beat them. Maybe they didn't. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing. They did. Where Tom was a legend and you're not. That He had a legendary memory. You, sir, have what they call a shitty memory. The memory of a goldfish? But here's the problem. It's not funny. Because the problem is I have a really bad memory. <laughs> Two peas but, in a pod. No, but it's my show. I'm the star. You're not. So you need, to, you need to help me as the producer what I don't have. So you, sir, need to work on your memory skills. So you will, at the help of my fans on social media, and they will tweet you over the day today, they will give you some memory courses and, and things Flash you should Flashcards. Flashcards, or maybe there's a website you can go to to practice uh, memory drills. Tweet away. I will be. I will work on that. Or we should maybe do it on the air. Where you do some, maybe when Katie <laughs> comes in here Friday, because you, you love being on the air. We know that. Oh, uh, I hit a nerve. I hit a nerve. Yeah. Your face dropped. Oh, now, your now, face dropped. I hit a it. nerve. I'm not going to say anything else oh, today. Oh, bullshit. You can't help yourself. You love it. Mundane Jones, uh, priest my ass. You love it. Oh, okay. don't, do not use my name in vain. Yeah, you, you, you love being on air. And when I said, let's do it on air. Let's do it on air. Let's do a memory skill contest to get Dennis better. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yes, 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 yes. Be on the air. You did. That Be was, honest. It was more to train my memory. Uh, 
my memory is a, a lacking part of my my whole being. And so, so is speaking. Yes. No, well, yeah, that's one of the weaker things. Yeah, so that needs development as well. Back that's to why the more important thing. Two so, birds, one stone. No, stop. I, I'm not a bird, and, and don't, don't ever reference me as a bird. If I'm a bird, I'm an eagle. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a seagull. I'm not a seagull. That, sounds like, that was a cockadoo. A cockatiel, a cockadoo, any cockadoo in your words. I don't. <laughs> that, that's like mad that. meat. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Come on, stop it now. I digress. Back to talking about the tag team titles. So you can't you can't go and say he's got to be in a good mood. He's got to be Happy Jack Jones. He's got to be Jovial Jones. He just got married. Yay! Who gives a shit? He's about to defend his title against two badass urban street kids, Samoan nasty dudes, with a nasty dad named Rikishi who would whoop your ass and stink face the shit out of you. And here you are talking about that Jason Jones is going to be happy. He just got married. Stop it. Nobody cares about that. No one cares. He's got to put the he's got to put the fear of God in Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan better be on his game. The, the, you know, the Usos are coming at him full throttle. He's in trouble. Yada yada. Put him you know they're doing the job. Put him in desperation and then put them over the baby faces. Care about his good mood? Of course he got married. <sighs> Sorry, I had to get that out. I like to finish a lot. <laughs> Where Jason Jordan was going to get back in the ring and he's got his yam bag, his nuts caught on the second rope. I thought that was a good finish and he got hung and he got the nut shot from the ropes. A very innovative, nice finish, which led to the super kick gimmick into the finish. One, two, three. I think that's what it was, it was super kick. New champions. Here's one other production thing. Not production, it's not production, I'm wrong, it's writing. Uh, that I think, just a critique, that I think they could have done better with this. And th the match was great. WWE gave this match uh, a lot of time, which was good, by writing, production, and everything, and, and Vince and company. Uh, they gave it a lot of time. But what I would have done, just, just me, my opinion, I would not have went to the parking lot with AJ waiting for Shane. I would have went to break, hot to break, off of this, oh my God, breaking news moment, we just crowned new tag team champions in the Usos. Go to break. Because let people sit on the break remembering that. Come back from break. Okay, show B-roll of what just happened. We crowned new champions. And by the way, look what's going on in the parking lot. You know, AJ's still waiting for Shane. I understand why they did it. It was a hook to the break. I get it. I'm just telling you how I think I would have rather written that. I would have written it a different way. <coughs> off of, excuse me, for coughing. I would have written it off of let people go into break. And thinking, oh man, the Usos are the new champions. This is a big deal. Wow, this is crazy. That's what I would have done. At the end of the day, this was an excellent match, as I said. All four guys, great job. And the referee, and the producer. And kudos to WWE giving this thing a lot of time. Um, that's my thoughts on that. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Something you want to say? No, that was a great match. I enjoyed it. Oh, now you're Quiet Bird Jones. Okay. I mean, I do. Uh, uh, yeah, you look like you're insulted. I don't care if you're insulted. I don't care who gets insulted. I don't. I'm not insulted, dude. You mocked out when I set <laughs> you up. I set you up 
You think I'm going to do a memory contest with you on my show? Get the hell out of here. I'm, I'm not that nice of a guy. I'm going to do it on my own time. Yeah, and who's going to watch it? Who? Tell well, me who. I don't need anybody to watch it. My memory. My memory's going to watch it. I have no problem doing it on my show. No, but I don't, I don't, I don't like, wanna, I don't I don't like that you were happy about it. No, you, sir, contractually, you actually have to do the creative. Which, contractually? You, you have no I did control. not read the fine print when I you, signed. You that did, was a big mistake <laughs> on my part. I said contractually. You just cracked up laughing. That's bad. Yeah, like contractually. Get the hell out of here, pal. I'm not on the contract. You I signed you. mine on paper towel. <laughs> Dude, I know you're going to laugh at me, but I'm shooting. Are we on Facebook Live? <laughs> Why I don't, you're asking this? I don't see it. Hold on. Okay, hit refresh. Give me a second. <laughs> no, Wait, there no, it is. I don't. I don't. <sighs> Give me a second. Let me see. I don't see it here. Hold on. It's not that funny. Um. Oh, there it is. <laughs> got it. Okay, got it. <laughs> Damn refresh. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. I, I. I know. That's the best part. But why do you gotta hit refresh? That right. sucks. Uh, the internet works in mysterious ways. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, we will do a memory contest. Maybe when Katie's <gasps> on here on Friday, she's coming on in the studio again. I guess that's what she said. She invited herself on the show. I'll ask her tomorrow when I see her after the show. Ah, uh, today show Jones. Oh, can't say that. Eh. Edit that out of the gimmick. Tomorrow show. I'm not, allowed to, you... I'm not allowed to say that other that live TV show that happens. Carson Daly, you yeah. jerk. Eric Johnson. On Facebook Live. <laughs> Taz is the bee's knees. Thank you. It's nice. Now all the thumbs ups will come. Oh, put me over. Put me over. I put you people on Facebook over all time. You cheap bastards. Dude, I'm in a mood. Like I could really snap. Yeah, I don't know which way you're going. I don't either. It's bad. It's bad. The thumbs up are coming in like crazy. But I can't even keep up with it. Joey Garrow. Taz, I love you. I love you too, Joe. Love me. Another thing I want to say about SmackDown. Oh, Jesus. Um, is AJ Styles. Uh, he's the heel, right? He's the heel. We get it. Something interesting, right? Shane cuts the promo last night. Because, you know, AJ's waiting for him in the park lot. Shane backdoor Jones. He ends up in the ring. And, um, you know, he cuts his promo. You got They're doing a good job trying to really put heat on AJ as a heel. Because Shane McMahon is in a tough spot, okay? AJ's a guy that people love. They love the way he works. They just love him. He tries his best to be a heel. The company tries their best to paint him as a heel. But it's, it's kind of like back in the day with the late, great Randy Savage, okay, where he was a heel and people just loved him. You know, they loved him because he was just so damn good. And that's AJ. So, you know, AJ, when he came out, like, backstage, they had him walking backstage. They kept doing these quick cuts. In the ring with Shane, here comes AJ. In the ring with Shane, here comes AJ. Built up all the big suspense, and it was just for AJ to cut another promo there, leading up to the giant elbow, as we know, off the, off the, the ring post onto the desk. But I'll get there in a second. AJ had to cut that, that promo of kind of kissing... Um, Kissing Shane's ass type of thing. Otherwise, people, like, you know, he was saying, hold on, Shane, relax, don't get excited. Like, he's not acting like a tough guy no more, AJ. It's typical heel 101. It's it's chicken shit heels, we would call it. And it's the right type of heel he needs to be for people not to like him. Does that all make sense, Dennis? It does. Okay. So 
because in my brain I understand it, so I hope I hope I want to explain it right to people. Not that people are ignorant, I know they're not, but like it's a very intricate thing they did there last night. On that walking promo by AJ while Shane was in the ring, he has to do that. He has to backtrack and almost kiss Shane's ass. And apologize. I think he did apologize, right? He did. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Always comes back to you. You just keep playing that sound effect. So so it has to. But anyway, he has to do that. He has to. AJ has to apologize. He has to kiss his ass. He has to do all that stuff. So people then ha- are going to boo. It sounds so simple the way I'm explaining it, but that's what happened in that segment. It's very important. If you have AJ come out and say, I'm ready to go. Let's fight. Let's fight right now. And we've seen heels do that. If you had him come out and do that, Shane is buried. Shane will not be the babyface. Shane will not be the babyface. So I think they're very cautious on how they're going into Mania with AJ, and I think they're very cautious with his heat, and I think they're doing a good job of it, uh, the heel heat for, for AJ. Hey, Ahmed in D.C., you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Tazoo. Good moment. Uh, chop, chop. Whack, whack, no, he, hey, holy hypocritical, <laughs> ginger jack. What are you nuts? Okay, that got it. detailed, thank yeah, you. Yeah, very detailed. Uh, continue, sir. Uh, I just want to give my two off the hooks and talk a little bit about SmackDown. All right, let's go. I don't have all day. Show's almost over. Please, sir, hurry up and begin. All right. So, first one, actually, sorry, uh, seventh off the hook. So, we got a uh, hair versus hair, beard versus beard, hmm. special guest. Referee, human suplex machine, Tazoo. Big payday. So, I need a lot to ref a match. I'm just telling you. Oh, you're going to enjoy this one. I too. told the company that. Much. Some company I worked for once, I said, You want me to ref a match? I need more money. They're like, What? I go, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, not a joke. It's a total truth. So, pretty much, the ref gets to shave the person, the head, and the hair. Okay. So we got Braun Strowman versus the Lumberjack. I like uh, Braun's chances in the victory. In- Beating the piss out of the lumberjack. Uh, what else you got? Okay, next one is uh, match eight. So we got a uh, gentleman's umbrella duel match. Oh, Jack Gallagher versus Anthony. I like it. I like it. Anthony's been carrying that umbrella around like a real jobber. You got to see him. Um, all right, what else you got, dude? I uh, just want to talk about the parallels on the storylines with Raw and SmackDown just because you were covering AJ and Shane. Yeah. And now, like, Seth and Triple H, you got two of the guys who are arguably the best wrestlers of their time, which is AJ and Seth Rollins, going up against authority figures in the company. And yeah. one's a heel and one's a babyface. It's kind of the exact polar opposites of each other. Yeah, well, because for for it's – um. I hate to be, I just got to be honest. Like, it, it, you got to keep up with guys like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, which is, which is not easy. But you're also in there, to your point, with two guys that are arguably the best around right now. So it, it is a little bit easier to have a great match with those guys because they're both so good. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like how like the storylines are playing off each other because it's kind of like they're both fighting the authority figures in the company. But it's like if one's working for one brand, they're kind of like, you know, quick to move to the next brand storyline. Kind of, you know what's going on? Like, Especially you got heel attacking champs on Raw, and now you still got new attacking champs in the Usos, which are also heels. Right. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think the parallel in the stories are okay. I. I don't. To me, I watch it a little different. Ahmed, when I watch a wrestling show, I don't kind of. I don't break it down that in detail like you just did. Like I watch SmackDown as a separate show. Now, if there's glaring stuff, yeah. that's exactly a different story. But I try to just. I'm more. I try to get in depth of 
learning about the characters, and that's what I do. You're not wrong, Ahmed. Thank you for calling. You're not wrong on what you're saying at all. Um, you, you explain yourself very well, actually. But I, to me, I don't have a problem with it. I kind of just like um, try to just enjoy the show and learn about the characters and then give opinions on how they're building characters and what they do, uh, what they're doing with the characters. You know what I mean? Dennis, from a fan's perspective, you as the producer of the show, do you look at it like Ahmed just said? How do you feel about it? I, I, not as in detailed as Ahmed just did. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. My memory's not that great. Yeah. Okay. No one cares. That was great. Uh, Miguel in New Jersey, you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good moment, my friend. Talk to me. Hey, so uh, real quick, I have a little bit of, uh, respectfully, a little bit of heat with you, Taz. Right, go ahead. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, uh, somebody called from... New Jersey, and I think you said something that people from New Jersey wish they were from New York. Well, that's true. That's, let's be honest. That is the truth. That is. It really is. Yes. I don't care what you say. It's the truth. You know what it's being out, but I'll talk to you about it. Guy, what's no. up? No, no, no. No love from New Jersey at all? You don't like anything about New Jersey? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, no, and that's okay. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't. Uh, I try to get through New Jersey while I'm driving to get to either Maryland or Philadelphia as fast as humanly possible. Uh, I really I don't want to spend any time in New Jersey. Uh, I really don't. I, I, uh, I don't. I don't hate people from Jersey. I just don't like that state. Am I not entitled not to like that state? I, I got news for you. If it makes you feel any better, Miguel, I don't like Boston. I, I hate Boston more than I, than I hate uh, New Jersey. How about that? Oh, thankful. Okay, at least <laughs> he goes thankful. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I'm tired of you people stealing our football teams. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. There, yeah, that's so. my reason. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I want to talk a little SmackDown real quick. Um, uh, did you get a chance to watch Talking Smack after no. the show? No, sir, I did not. Okay. No, no, I, I usually try to, but I did not. No, I, I know a little bit about what happened. I know John Cena was on there cutting a pretty stiff promo, I guess, on uh, on uh, The Miz, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was actually a really cool promo. I really liked it, and, and Cena, in my opinion, is, is one of the best when it comes to big-time matches, cutting promos beforehand, so... That was really cool, but you know, I, I I know you didn't get a chance to watch it, but one of the things, one of my pet peeves, and it's about the Usos and with their new heel gimmick, because I really, really do like that heel gimmick. But a couple times now, they've been on Talking Smack. They're kind of goofing around on the show, and I know it's more of a you know like a real life type of show, and it's not as scripted. But right. you know, they're playing; they're not really playing their characters when they're on Talking Smack, and I just kind of feel like that contradicts some of what they do on the actual SmackDown live show. Um, well, I think to your point, yeah, they are trying to make it more realistic. Um, when you say, I didn't watch yesterday's, like I said, but when you say goofing around, like how? Give me an example of what you're talking about. So, I mean, you know. Like who, 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 was, goof, who was goofing around with who? That's what I'm saying. Well, both the Usos were kind of goofing around with uh, Renee Young and Daniel Bryan, and they're kind of just, you know, they, they came off as much more of like uh, baby faces, just kind of saying, you know, oh, you know, we got to get on WrestleMania. They're laughing with one another, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just feel like if they're trying to go for that, you know, old school tag team heel type of thing, you know, I, 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 in my opinion, I just feel like they would probably be a little bit more serious. But I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on what you think about that. No, you know, I don't, I don't really disagree, Miguel. And thank you for calling. Uh, but it, I've said this before about talking smack. Here's the problem. Here is the problem. And, and for those that are longtime listeners or fans of this show, you've heard me say a lot of new people are listening or watch the Taz show. Here's the deal. The problem with Talking Smack is it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid of we're going to shoot and then we're going to be in character too. 
not just the wrestlers, the the announcers, whoever's the shaman, the authority figures. Like you, you can't be, you can't have both. You you can't be half pregnant. You know you can't. So you you gotta have, you gotta you gotta pick a side, and it's it's a tough thing to do. If you're gonna work shoot the whole show, I'm cool with it. But if you're gonna shoot sometimes, then go completely WWE work Raw SmackDown style. It's I don't know if I'm explaining this right. It's a little it's a little bit it's a little harder then for me to really and for some of you like okay well what's the deal these guys were heels now they're not if they're totally gonna do a shoot style show and and that's the thing I, I'm being honest here being blunt and being frank like that's the tough thing with WWE and and a lot of their original programming on the WWE network you know they have some great stuff on there they really do and and I, if you don't subscribe I urge you to do it I make no money on promoting them worth worth nothing. And Lord knows they don't do shit to promote me. So I promote them. Just because I'm, I'm real, I'm honest. But all, all of their original programming, <clears throat> the bulk of it wants to have like a shoot feel, a lot of it. Not, not I should say, yeah. Like the, in the car gimmick that they do, the, the ride-along show, and uh, when JBL had his sit-down, that was more of a shoot feel. Um... Uh, Steve Austin podcast. Steve tried to shoot more, and I know I think he maybe he got a little bit like, well, you know, let's be careful of that. Let's be, you know, you can't if you're gonna shoot, you you gotta. And I'm not talking about shoot interviews. Th- those things suck. Okay, what I'm talking about is shoot as far as just having a, people hear the word shoot, they think bad stuff. Oh, that means he's gonna say something bad about him. No, that's called bullshit talk. Okay, that's called give me a payday so I can go knock someone on a video camera and, and put it on YouTube. That's what that is. So Because they want to make money. And WWE's not going to do that. They're more professional than that. And, and I, that's... That, to me, when people hear the word shoot, that's what they think. Shoot just means... In my the way, I would do it if I was programming shows on WWE Network, original programming, I would shoot with stuff... It's like what I do out here, I'm shooting. I'm being honest. I, as much as I can, I pull back the curtain. I don't pull it completely, completely back as much as some people think. I really don't. But I do pull it back a lot. And I'm honest. I'm real. There's nothing contrived. There's nothing written. There's nothing fake. And I have no boundaries. And that's what CBS wants. And that's what, that's what I want. And that's, I think, what you want. Now, it's a little tougher for WWE to do that. I understand that. You know, Vince McMahon is the owner of the company, and, and he's respected immensely, and I respect him Big time. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. And Vince also is someone who broke into the industry under his dad many, 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 many years ago in the 60s. So this is a guy who's an old school guy who has a lot of old school ethics still. And I respect the hell out of that. Okay, so I get that. I totally get that. I do. But I just think you got to be careful if you're going to shoot. And I don't mean shoot interview. If you're going to shoot, then you got to shoot with it. You got to shoot with stuff on the air. And and Talking Smack is a perfect opportunity to do that. And they've done some cool stuff on Talking Smack. They have. And then when they go into work mode, it's tough. I got to say, and maybe maybe I have an agenda because I, you know, I had I was there for so long, but meaning ECW, I think that during that era, you know, what Paul did with ECW and the company did and all the wrestlers and all of us did a great job of that work shoot feel. Cuz it was a work shoot. But in defense to companies now, DCW is gone, obviously, there wasn't social media and all this ways for people to get information about the business or about wrestlers or whatever. And it's a little harder now for companies because there's nothing to 
if they want a kayfabe storyline or they don't want to, they do a, a, a house show match and they don't want no one to know about it, well, then there's video online of the house show match because someone had their cell phone and that's the world we live in now, you know? So we didn't have that problem in ECW. Any propaganda Paul wanted to get out, he shot it and made it get out there as propaganda, but we didn't have that social media thing, which I think helped companies back then to give a, and, and WCW did it too with Eric Bischoff. They did a good job of that stuff too. To make stuff feel more like a shoot when it was a work because you didn't have to deal with social media and fans being invested in every single thing and then they just stooge things off. People, you know, they love to do that. Oh, I was at a house show. Look, I posted this video. Give me credit. Now I got 20 more followers. I mean, yeah, really, that, that's what, that's unfortunately, uh, it's become all about social media and everybody needs the attention, you know? We're already in fifth quarter here. I'm just going. Oh, this show's running late. Janice, do you have anything to say on that commentary I just did there? It was very lengthy. I'm just curious if you have any opinions on what I just said. Seriously. It was, it was very good. I thought what you just said was excellent, well put. I don't have anything to add. Oh, so. this guy. Quiet Jones. You are such a baby. Face? No, no, baby. Like, wah. Because <laughs> you are so upset because I busted you red-handed. No pun, oh, no pun intended. Why No, no pun intended. I busted you red-handed by saying that you wanted to do the memory contest on the show and you mocked out. And you got all excited. I don't even remember that. And then I took That's the pin. That's how bad my memory busted, is. Yes, you did. I busted the bubble and you got all upset. No, I'm fine now. And we have no time for SOSM. To me, Wu was asking. No, there's no time. Sorry. There's no time today. And you're mad about that, too. It's unbelievable. One day I'll get there. It's unbelievable. One day. You have no... I, I, I did a 15... A 15-minute 15, <laughs> 15 diatribe here, and you have no, no comment. Sometimes words aren't needed. I think we, you spoke eloquently on your own. There's nothing I can add or subtract. Okay, great. Miles in California, you're on the Tash Show. How's it going, man? All right, buddy. Um, yeah, I have, I have some news for you and a bit of SmackDown. And begin. It turns out Bad Blood is turning as a Raw exclusive brand, supposedly July 9th. July 9th. Wait, who's, who's turning what, Miles? Bad Blood is supposedly returning as a Raw brand exclusive around July 9th. Bad Blood is retu- retu- returning as a pay-per-view. What yeah. month? What month? July 9th. Where You got this on the internets? Yeah. Just as, as I was talking exclusive. about the internet. See? What's that? As a raw exclusive brand. Oh, as a, a raw wait, as a raw exclusive pay per view. Yep. Okay. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. What else you got, buddy? And um, I agree with you. You're right. I agree. In the beginning, when the tag team titles were announced, I totally agree with you, man. Those who should have won it then, but I'm glad they won it now, and that was a good match. I know. I agree. I think it was all good, dude. Seriously, mm-hmm. you know. All right, Miles. Yeah. I appreciate, it, bro. I got to run. We're running late here. I got to take a more call, one more call, and I got to get out of here, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Um, Miles is a good caller of the show. He's a good man. I like Miles. He's been calling the show for a long time. You know what I mean? Good dude. Somebody said here on Facebook Live, they had a good point. They said, uh, Dennis, that means you. Oh, William Baylor. He said, Dennis wears his emotions on his sleeve. Yes. No poker face Jones. That's basically what he's right, And he's it. right. And he's right. Seriously. Nope, here we go. You could be upset. It's okay. Ryan uh, on Strong Island. You're on the Tash Show. Top of the moment, you big old handsome devil. You. Hey, top of the moment, uh, Ryan. What's up, big guy? I would like to send a big Timber. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Timber. Timber. What's up? That big 
stinky, smelly gingerbread jobber over there. Ah, he's a gingerbread jobber. All he's true. also a, a, a minister. You know that, right? You heard. Yes, I'm aware. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory and two points. Quick, real quick, I'll just get out of here. Out of your hair, real quick. Yeah, go, go. I believe that Anthony is the lumber jobber's uh, roommate. Ooh, interesting. Oh I God. believe. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense. You said they run around saying, grab that cold time. You know, it, it, it's a little convenient. I don't well, know. Uh, you're right, because Dennis does speak on the man meat all the time. He does. We hear it. I'm just saying. I do it enjoy makes, a nice, makes healthy, heaping man meat. <laughs> I noticed he did not deny it at all. No, <laughs> uh, he didn't. He made a face like, oh, shit, I'm busted. Uh, <laughs> and he just left the control with yep. a heap. He's mad. Damn it. The gig is up. <laughs> all right. I just got these two quick points and I'll get out of your hair. Oh, God. Uh, I, I know the thread of this particular episode, you've been talking about SmackDown a lot. And yeah. obviously, big news, the Usos won the tag team title last night. Yes, yes. Um, I was going to say, when you were talking about them uh, last week and you were saying that they needed to expand upon the their, their tough guy, you know, street tough gimmick. Yeah. I've been watching ECW Hardcore TV from the beginning on the network, and I think they should take a look at the era around uh, 93, 94. Yeah. Around the time when you were teaming with Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Because there are some really awesome vignettes that the public enemy did. Oh, yeah, no, no, dude, no doubt. They could really learn from. I agree. I agree. And uh, the gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa. Because I'm telling you right now, Ryan, thank you for calling, bro. Uh, uh, Good caller, man, from Strong Island. But here's the thing. If you look, like, I I was telling somebody this in WWE yesterday without naming names, okay? What are you laughing at? Without naming names. Well, I don't, don't, I'm not a stooge. I know. That's other people's stooge. I don't stooge. So here's the thing. Like, I really think the Usos need one major thing. New music, okay? And I talked about this with Nia Jax. Music does make things work. And especially with guys like the Usos, with that urban, <coughs> excuse me, street thuggish kind of feel, the hip-hop feel they got. In this day and age, hip-hop is the coolest pop culture thing going, okay? And I think the WWE is truly missing a boat on uh, the music, from a music aspect. Get an artist to do something with... Um, you know, for for the Usos, you know, they, they have enough connections with the hip-hop community. Uh, you know, get something for those Usos. Change their music. They're now new champions. They got, like, a makeover look. Change their freaking music. Give them some hardcore, you know, some you know, uh, you know, nasty you know, hip-hop music with some explicit in it, some cursing in it, where you beep it almost or drop the audio. Uh, something badass. That's what I would give them. That music just doesn't work for them. Give them something. Let them come out and bebop coming out there like badasses, man. They looked apart. Let, let's feel it with the music. I really think they're missing a the boat with that. Seriously. Music is very, 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 very important. Very, very important. So, and that, especially with, with an act like the Usos. Especially what that feel they have. You know, give them something. Like I said, like, um, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. Jesus. Uh, Teddy and Johnny, the public enemy. Uh. Love those guys. God rest both their souls. But their music, God, man, I'm drawing a blank. But I remember the gangsters had uh, uh, something like that. But they had great music. I don't remember who it was. I'm just drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank on both the artists. People on Facebook Live, help me. Give me something. Uh, give me, tell me who uh, Teddy and Johnny used and who, um, you know, 
and who the gangsters used. Uh, it was it was uh, the music. <laughs> Ryan Jones on on Facebook Live is going jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't jump man. But no, seriously, man. Like I I, I really think that that uh, yeah, that's Public Enemies. Yeah, this is old school, man. This was such a great the song. rump shaker, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're getting the heat for this, not me. Uh, so, he owes, the rum shaker. What's up? He owes this one after locking the Turn door. It up. Yeah, I'm just saying. I remember being in ECW arena or all over the Northeast, being uh, backstage, and when that music played, that building, no matter how many people were there, it felt like there was a billion people there, and the energy amped, bro, amped. Um, I'm just saying, like, um, like yeah, this guy here, uh, Gorilla Jasmine on um, Facebook Live, saying the music change would be great. AJ has DMX, which is great. His rap almost don't fit AJ, but it's cool for him. Usos need music from a very popular hip hop artist. Gorilla, I agree with you. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, Michael Landis saying the Hot Stepper. That was the song you just played. That was uh, that was Public Enemy song, right? So, um, Again, I don't remember who did uh, Mustafa and New Jack's music. Uh, man, I'm someone, but there's so many notes here. Okay, Natural Born Killers. There you go. D- D- Dre. Ice Cube and Dre. Jack Toss. <laughs> Great name. Jack Toss. <laughs> Jack Toss. You're not a, bur- jerk, a Jerky Boy fan. He said it. I'm over on Map Jones right here. Fifth quarter. We're getting ready to wrap the show. I'm doing everything. Stay. Keep up. Keep up. A lot of thumbs up. I'm, I'm rocking. I'm rolling. I'm quick. Okay, if you sit back and wait too long, my shit will go right by you. Okay, pay attention. I'm telling you right now. Stay on top of it. I'm quick. Okay, trust me. So I'm hitting you with a lot of stuff right here. My brain works. It's like a machine, man. Like a machine. You know what I mean? So, like a machine. So. <laughs> Yo, right here, Michael Ward said Bazanji will do the Uso music. Hey, Bazanji. Great idea. Okay, would be phenomenal doing some badass hip-hop for uh, uh, I might drop that name too. WWE. He does okay. a great job at the open. Oh, he's the best. Uh, Bazanji's music. Go on SoundCloud and check him out. He does the open and close. Oh, and show. close. He does it all. I think we haven't mentioned this yet. Bazanji. Speaking of Bazanji, will be the next several weeks in New York, and we might have him in studio. Yes, for the first time ever. Bazanji on the Taz show. Yes. And uh, so I believe, it's not confirmed yet, but now him and I have been talking a little bit, so I think he's going to be in New York. He lives down there in North Carolina. So uh, Bazanji uh, will be on the show here soon on the Taz show. So you guys will get to see him, hear him talk um, about his music and all his stuff like that. Uh, uh, and and uh, anyway, uh, it's... Um, it's uh, uh, the music deal. Back to my point. The music deal is extremely important, especially for an act like the Usos, guys. I'm telling you, that would really put them over the edge. And it wouldn't shock me come WrestleMania time or even next week if they had new music. Okay. And all you guys tell me uh, right now, Natural Born Killers, but I got it. New, new Jack, Mustafa, I got it. Thank you. I know someone else said it earlier. I appreciate you guys coming at me. We hit it already. Um, but that type of feel is so important. That gangster hip-hop feel. You know what I mean? Now, Chairman is saying DMX does not do AJ's theme. Okay? This is why I'm getting bad information from somebody else. Maybe it's an in-house deal. It's, it's similar. It, the songs Ain't No Sunshine from DMX. It's close, but it's obviously well, look at you. licensing purposes. They tweak it. Like, you, like you've, you've talked about that in the past, how you just... They take... 
They take 90% of the song, right. twist it a little to make it WWE's own. Yeah, Jim Johnson Jones. There you yeah. go. Um, so AJ's rap in his deal is really cool. I mean, it works for him now, but that music would actually be better for Usos. That's not going to happen. It's AJ's thing. I get it. And But it helps. It helps so much. I mean, they that, that's what I'm saying. They need, they need, they, being the Usos, really need... Something like real gangster rap, like heavy, like thick gangster rap. And with WWE's resources and all the different artists they deal with, um, it, you know, it would be uh, it's it's it would be great. Um, you know. All right. So before I wrap up here, I just want to say um, something on a serious tip here um, about Jr. You know, he's he's uh, you know as you listen to this live or watch this live at 9:14 a.m. Eastern on March 22nd. So. His wife, Jan, is still in bad shape, okay? After her accident, she was struck. Uh, she was on a Vespa. She was struck by a, a vehicle. Um, she did not have a helmet on, unfortunately. She had multiple skull fractures, and um, from what I understand, she's not doing well at all. So uh, no matter what your beliefs are or whatever your deal is, uh, say a prayer. Um, keep Jr. and Jan in your you know, in your heart, and uh, hopefully she battles through this. I've had the opportunity to to know her over the years and meet her and see her several times. And as I could tell you about her, uh, a lady that always bubbly, upbeat, positive, would go out of her way to find you in crowd, give you a hug and a kiss, talk to you, and knew everything about you. You know, like she just followed everyone's career there and the company. This is when I was in WWE. And... Um, Always, she was just always, you hear that about a lot of people, so nice. She was that nice of a person, and she is that nice of a person. So let's stay positive here, and uh, she could power through this and, and, and battle through this, and hopefully it all ends up being okay. Um, and I could tell you, I you know, traveled with JR, and JR's my friend. Um, his bond with her, not just because through marriage, and they love each other, obviously, but their bond, um, I mean, they're best friends. They're not just husband and wife. I've witnessed this, you know. Really, really, really super, super lady. I mean, really. I'm not, I'm not, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I don't know how much, you know, how much more sincere it can be. Uh, so uh, I feel horrible um, for them and for her and for Jim. I really do. And I think it was really nice. Uh, I couldn't exactly hear exactly what, what JBL said last night. But I think he said something. Do you remember exactly what he said? I don't remember. I don't remember the exact. He said something. Best wishes. We're yeah, thinking of you. Yeah, and and um, you know Jr. And, and JBL, good friends. I mean, you know, everybody at WWE. You know, Jr. had such a great career there. But you knew Jan. You knew her. She was there. She. It wasn't just Jr. She went. She went. She was at a lot of shows. You know, she 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 really did. And she um. Just a really 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 nice person, and I feel uh. I feel horrible what they're dealing with, and I just hope she can power through. You know, I, I, I try to, uh, I try to, you know, keep everything positive here and have fun here. Well, it's part of real life, and JR uh, is a massive part of the wrestling industry and the wrestling community. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer with WWE and, and just a great, great, great guy and a great performer and a great talent, and his wife is a great person. 
And I can tell you, because I've known her and talked with her and seen her everywhere. And I'm telling you, it's, this sucks, you know. So, you know, just keep, uh, keep uh, Jan in your heart and your thoughts. I, I feel like I don't want to stop talking about it, but I kind of, just my voice won't stop talking about it. So, you know, and real quick, um, yesterday I, I, when Mike Johnson was on, Mike brought it up, and then I reacted to what Mike said about it. I, I had known, and you had known, we talked about it, Dennis. You know, we knew very early in the morning before we were live because JR tweeted very early. And my initial fear, but not fear, hopes, and that's, I don't know what words to use. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a hoax. I thought because you never know in this day and age, you know, people's accounts get stolen, and maybe it wasn't Jr. who tweeted. Maybe it. Well, you know, what I mean, that's my initial thought. I'm like, maybe this isn't real. Maybe I was in denial. I don't know. And then when I text, I didn't know what to do. I sat here with you. I'm like, how do I text Jr.? What do I say to him? And you helped me. And I want to thank you. You helped me t- figure out something because you don't know what. You know. That's such a difficult situation. A because. If it, as it turned out, it was true. You don't want to come across like you, like we talked about. If it, if it was a hoax, and you're and you're telling like, hey, listen, sorry about, sorry about, and he's like, what are you talking about? I know, because he lives in Oklahoma. It's early for him. You're yeah. gonna be waking him up with this, and you really you got to sit there and you got to craft. You know, it wasn't just like a hey, pick up my phone, and just fire off a text. You gotta you gotta word it properly. You don't yeah. want to. I feel it was really hard to do. I didn't know how to send that text because I didn't know. And I was hoping in my heart it was a hoax. Exactly. And that's one of the few times where it would rather yeah. be a hoax than, than the truth. And then when he replied back to me, I, you know, and then uh, all the reports yesterday when we were done doing the show here. I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry to bring the show down like that, but it's it's real life. And JR is my friend and, and Jan, and, and, and I hope she can battle through this. I really do. Um, say a prayer. Keep her in your heart. Um, tough time right there. For, for good people, real good people. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Gave you guys a lot of SmackDown chatter. And, um, you know, appreciate uh, people calling the show and everybody on Facebook Live in the gimmick chat. Thank you. Apologize for the issues with the phone at the top of the show that we could not get in the call screening room. Plus, we did not have a key. On that note, uh, I'm Taz. You're not. For everybody here, thank you for listening or watching. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let